back and we're better than ever thank you all for tuning in to the deep end i'm kojo uh first off i would like to say thank you to everybody who's been listening commenting sending us messages listening on the instagram following the twitter even though i don't have that information to um log in and i need to get that but yeah thank you all for listening things like that um everything's going well we're back sorry we weren't back last week but we're here now so so yeah we're back. Um, we got some special guests today. Uh, I don't know if I, are they going to introduce themselves or I should introduce them. I'll give you a little background. We have a half of the MVCC legends, if you if you know who those are, and then we have somebody who who's affiliated with Baltimore but not the Ravens. So I'll let I'll let them introduce themselves. Let's go ahead and tell the people who you are and why the hell you're on here. My name is Alan Baltimore. Um, I went to high school with Kojo. Um, <laughs> uh, I've been asking to get on the show pretty much since its conception, and so here we are. I like that word. Seven conception. episodes later. What, you, what, what do you mean episodes? Oh, excuse me, chapters. Uh, there you go. There you go. And then we also have. Um, I mean, y'all gonna pass the mic? Y'all gonna introduce yourselves? Like, okay. Well, we have somebody. We also have our uh, in-house uh, commentator, but she doesn't want to come on the mic yet. But you'll, you'll hear from her later in the podcast. Um, we also have, uh, you gonna go ahead? Yeah, um, I'm Muhammad, or Mo, some people know me as. Um, yeah, I feel like people know me as both, so I don't really have to defend it. I call you Muhammad. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, yeah I always call people. See, if I know your I government. Don't call me by my last name. No, see, that your last name's not a last name name. See, but I have Like, a for him, we, he can go by Stu. No, he does, he goes by Jules. He can go by Jules, but he can also go by Stu. You know what I'm saying? Because some last names, no, 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 no. <laughs> some last names can constitute as as first names. So like, I think his name could like, I don't think yours could. But some some people call me Abba. You know what I'm saying? I, I like Abba. Yeah. So I mean, go ahead. We got our other guest here. Oh yeah, I'm Julian. Sometimes I go by Jules. Whatever y'all like to call me. So they're also named. They're, well, I'm stumbling on my own podcast. They also they're one half of the MBCC legends. Shout out Deshaun, and they're also known as the Camaro Boys. You know what I'm saying? These people like you know what I'm saying. They as soon as they come came to the house, I heard them from a mile away. So yeah, definitely excited to have these people in here. We also have our side guest. Her name is Claire, but she doesn't want to speak right now for some reason. Uh, yes, I put her on the spot, but you should might as well just hand it the mic. Hey guys, I'm Claire. I just kind of came to hang out today. I am, yeah. I'm, yeah, well, I grew up in San Antonio and then I went to school in Houston. Okay, so, so you're a Spurs fan? Yes. Oh, well, all okay. day. She said that emphatically. definitely. Well, I don't. Why is that? Because I don't fuck with the Rockets. Hmm. So, okay, well, okay. She, she's, thank you. Yeah, we are not. We are, we're, thank you. We're not a sports podcast, but we will talk about. We're gonna have a gambling chapter where we talk about how much money I lose gambling. But I went to the casino last week, tried to try my luck, and then you know, saying the Falcons lost, these people lost, so lost a couple of dollars at the casino. But it is, it is what it is. So we're back. Got some interesting topics for you guys to listen to this week. Um, see, look at you guys with this wordplay. This is like what. This is see how we're maturing the podcast. I said topics. He's a plethora a lot, but anyways. So yeah, we're back. Um, how was everybody's week this week? What's everybody? What's going on for everybody? 
we're gonna have some slight ramble before we get to the chats. Um, it's pretty good. You know, my birthday's tomorrow, so uh, should be lit. What do you say? All right, so you know how like a belated birthday is if I hit you all on Tuesday. If I tell you happy birthday before your birthday, what is it? A happy birthday. So the day before uh, your birthday is constituted as your semi birthday. Yeah. Are you one of them dudes that have like a birthday month, or you just it's Monday and then no. keep it moving? My birthday is one day. Okay. <laughs> so you're not like the week vibe. Nah. You know how some people have their birthday yeah, on Sunday yeah. to get live. You got a whole, whole line whole of events. Like, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Yeah. I think this is Astro World. No. I wish you were here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, damn. All right. Well, how was everybody's week? What's going on with people? Man, I was just, just yeah. working. Honestly, you know that that week grind is I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't relate anymore. I re- I don't sit in traffic anymore. I get oh, to work from home a lot. So that waking up at six a.m., getting making the train, I cannot relate to that struggle. I empathize because I went through it, yeah. but I don't have to wake up at seven to make make the train by this time to get to work in the nine oh seven. None of that. Must no, it's be just, nice. It's, just, it's, it's very just, nice. Thank you. Thank you. Even like when I was going to catch the train, you, if I did not leave my house by seven fifteen, I was not gonna make it. Yeah, exactly. I was not gonna make so it. So it's like you have work, and you're like, all right, I gotta get home, eat real quick, then I gotta hit the gym, I wanna come back, have some time for myself. It's like everything's on a time crunch. Yeah. So you know that's the week run for real. What about you, Julian? What's going on with you? Um, man, we just went to uh, living room last night. Living room, yeah. The District of Columbia. <laughs> yeah. Y'all saw Glizzy in there? No, we didn't. We didn't see John Wall either. You didn't I see mean, Fat Trail? No, he's locked. Yeah. All right. No, I have an issue with you, Muhammad. Right. Wow. So, for the people who don't listen, listen. Muhammad doesn't drink, right? And so, the way I know Muhammad, Muhammad's of the cloth that like he will not go to a club unless he has a table. But <laughs> what's con- contradictory to me is yeah. that you're not going to go to the club unless you have a table, but you also don't drink. So, what are you doing at the club? I mean, no, you can go there. Don't get me wrong. You can still go there, have fun, have fun with your friends, and enjoy yourself. But I feel like the part, part of the section, the function of it is like, okay, we're popping bottles, we're enjoying our time with each other. So what do you pop? Are you just drinking the, you just drinking the sides? I mean, you saw me last night. I was just dancing. I was rocking. I mean, he just mind. sips on that little pineapple juice or yeah, cranberry juice up. and it's cranberry. turns up. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can respect that. I just, I like to have fun with my friends. Have fun with your friends. But I wasn't always like that. Yeah. I wasn't always like that. So what what made you did your salary go up and you're like <laughs> what made you constitute that level of like um, my boy when luck you can, you can give shout outs I, mean, I don't want to be that guy which son you see all right so I don't I, I hate people that are like oh I know so and so you you know those type of people that you run into when so in the first couple of chapters Muhammad was the person when you guys hear me say oh everybody's told me stop shouting out stop shouting out he was the one who said you bruh you guys said shout out every other second I'm like I'm just want to say what's up to my peoples you know what I'm saying so there you there you go um, but yeah, when he used to play for the Cowboys and we oh you know NFL players you're on the scene <laughs> So no matter what, they were going to the club yeah, regardless. It was, like it was set, like we're going to the club afterwards. Mm. So it was just like coming back and then having to pay twenty dollars to get in here. I'm like, man, I'm not doing this shit. Like I stand in line, it's cold out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'd rather have a table. And so like last time we got a table, you just walk right in. It's like you're comfortable. There's nobody bumping into you. You don't got to about niggas throwing elbows. So you don't. You're not amongst the people essentially. Is what I'm hearing from you. The thing is, I, when I go, I don't. Jules has. We've gone out plenty of times. Mm-hmm. I'm not the type of no invite. <laughs> don't laugh. Don't laugh that off. <laughs> don't laugh that. Don't laugh that off. You don't like the club. You don't like the club. Oh my goodness. 
Okay, so. Okay, but see, this is what you see. All right, listen, 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 see, all right, listen, listen, right? So one time, Muhammad, not one time, early in the year, Muhammad graduated from university, right? He also is a monarch. So we went to the, we went, to, he went to have a little function that, uh, what, I forget what the place is called living room right so we get to the living room and you know what i'm saying i subscribe to the cloth that where it's like okay well i'm in dc wale always said flyer than the rest of them still got my nike boots so i pull in up 2006 yeah, bro. Like, okay, okay. but see that's bro. that's my issue what's wrong with nike boots nothing but okay well and, so and fashion evolves my nigga like so we, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we, we get to the door right and we're waiting to get in and everything's going well i walk in it's like i think the i don't know if the the what's his name the bouncer had my like x-ray vision or whatever but it's like as soon as i step he's just points at me you can't get in i'm like damn bro <laughs> he, he, he's like yeah you got you can't wear no nike boots in here and everybody's looking at me clowning on me oh, why are you wearing nike boots why are you wearing nike boots but i what i'm wearing them on nike boots if there was a you know what i'm saying first of all they're slip proof and i'm in the club so i have water protection if i case i slip second of all you know what i'm saying i gain like two inches in the nike boots so if there's a little scuffle I'm, i can back all of you guys up you know what i'm saying if there's something going down Oh. Well, they're clowning me for my style choices. Yeah, see, yeah, th that's the thing. I need to get you. I need to go shopping with Muhammad because Muhammad, you know, what I'm saying he's very fashionable, and you know, what I'm saying my mom loves Muhammad more than she she loves me because everything. My mom, when he used to work at a bank, uh, my mom would always go to the bank. She's like, oh, your friend just is so snazzy. He has a nice suit and nice tux. And then even this past weekend, I went out. This is what I wore to the. This is what I wore. I just wore a hoodie. I wore some shorts, and they let me in. Yeah. I, I, like I don't care. I'm here. I'm here to enjoy the vibes. I mean, I mean, if I'm going somewhere fancy like living room, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I might wear like a button up or like a polo. I think I was wearing a polo. I was wearing a polo and some nice jeans. It's just the, the Nike boots. But they're all Wait, black. You wore, you wore this with Nike boots? <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh, I, had, I, I had was about to say, um, bro, you look like you're coming to incite yeah. violence. The clothes were fine. It's just that I had Nike boots on, and they are. Everybody knows I, I stay in shorts. Shorts is my bag. I don't. I, I don't like wearing pants. Respect. That's also partly because I was fat. Because you know, when you're fat, your legs rope together and stuff like that. So, like, <laughs> so that's probably the reason why you get airflow in your legs and stuff like that. But yeah, y'all know how it goes. Don't. Oh, uh, you don't. Nah. Okay. Well, yeah, you, you guys can't relate to the struggle. But anyways, so um, nobody else has any. What's going on with Claire? Pass the mic to Claire because we we don't have our fifth mic set up. What's going on with you, Claire? Um, I just got back from Rhode Island today. Rhode Island. My brother graduated from like officer school for the Navy. Ah, shout mm -hmm. out to the Navy. Yeah, he's a Navy lawyer. A lawyer. Mm -hmm. ah. Big things. Yep. Congratulations. Yeah, Rhode Island was dope. It was really. Is, um, it, is it Rhode Island or Maine that's known for the lobsters? Maine. Maine. But Rhode Island is like trying to. Is be known Rhode Island's like the smallest state, right? I don't know. Is it? It is. Okay. See, I know my geography. I'm like last week. Oh, I didn't drive. I flew. Um. I don't know how long the drive is. The flight's like an hour and a half. I'm scared of planes. I hope you all know. <laughs> I haven't been on the plane in 10 years. And I'm st I'm, I will get on the plane again, but I just know I'm scary. Just because y'all seen the Malaysia flight that got scooped up. Y'all saw that British Airways flight that was trying to take off. And then I guess it, the front half of the plane blew up. But everybody who was in the back got to like slide down the slide and stuff like that. So. Hey, I, I feel you though. I, mean, <laughs> I was on the oh, plane man, with Muhammad. Me and Jules went to Vegas. Yeah, it's 2014. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, are you like, is it like, his, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. see, I don't have anxiety, but then I feel like, you know, like, I don't know what anxiety is, but like, you know, it's like a, like a shaking feeling. You, you tense up. It's like, bro. I, okay, exactly. You could clearly tell. Damn, you putting my man out here. 
ain't no joke, man. No, it's it's real because it's like it's not even about the pilot that he's not going to be doing what he's supposed to do because it's like if he dies, we all die, and so he's not going to like purposely <laughs> know. I'm not worried about the pilot screwing up. Mm-hmm. It's more so like. Everything else outside, like, uh, I don't know who's next to me. All right, I got a gun. It's like, you know, and another thing that pisses me off, too, because this was like the week of 9-11, right? So everybody knows about 9-11. Everybody knows what happened, right? But then, like, they released a video that had, like, the calls of the people who were on the plane, like, calling their loved ones. And it's like, I was like, damn. Like, I really dug did my research into more into 9-11. I was like, yo, them people really took some shots. And it was like, it was very, very, like, I was, I'm not going to say I was almost crying, but I was like, damn, like, I just felt some type of way, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Just tell my kids I love them, this and the third. He's like, hey, um, the plane's been hijacked. I don't know what's going on. I hope I get to see you again. And then, like, when the first plane hit, there's, like, people in, like, let's say it hit on the 92nd floor. There's people on the 70th floor, right? And they're calling the paramedics, like, yo, you guys got to come and get us out of here. And then, like, the, since they hit the upper floor, everything collapsed downwards. And they're like, you hear them? Ah, they start screaming. And then the phone just, just cuts. And it's like, damn, that's really sad. You guys remember where you were at? Yeah, I was in Centerville. See, I, don't have the mic. I was in school. You were in Alexandria? So you were close to this stuff. You heard? I'll talk. I have another story about construction, but keep going. We thought it was just something had happened outside, and then like, I was at lunch. I don't. I was like, bro. I was at lunch, and then my dad and my sister walking. I'm like, bro, what are y'all? I'm here eating my salad. I'm like, bro, what are y'all doing here? Like, no, we gotta go. Mm-hmm. Like a plane just hit the Pentagon, and I was like, "That's what that sound was." And I remember when I got home, my mom used to she's babysitter, she had you know kids at home, mm-hmm. and she's like, "When I heard it, like I had I was sitting you know, on the floor with the kids, and she's like, I just put my arms over them." She's like, "I thought something was happening, happening. yeah." yeah and then, see, that's the thing. I knew they hit the Pentagon, but I didn't know if that makes sense. Like, because the main story about 9-11 is just the Twin Towers, right? Mm-hmm. So they hit the Pentagon, and then also I read about, apparently there was cars in D.C. that were blowing up, and, like, they had to, like, synchronize, like, okay, this car's going to blow up, that car's going to blow up. So it was like, oh, I yeah, I, that's what I read. Or There needs to be a, a new documentary on that, because I know there's been movies. And that, what's it called? That plane crashed in um, Allentown, Pennsylvania, too. Which one? It was apparently, like, another... Yeah, it was, like, in a field that crashed. It was supposed mm-hmm. to go somewhere... But it was a part of like I guess the whole, yeah. the whole so heist, if you will. Yeah. Two. At the Pentagon. So then that's the thing, right? So I was doing some background on it. I think one claim plane was coming like from Boston, and I was just watching like a reenactment of what happened. I was I was trying to get inside the mental of like how you become like that type of suicide soldier where it's like okay well i'm just gonna hop on the plane this is what i'm doing as soon as we hit thirty thousand feet i'm gonna say okay i have a gun it's like you know how like when you watch like csi they do like the little reenactments and stuff like that i just think it'd be interesting to see like what was the mental of your like this is what i'm about to do i'm about to mess up three thousand four thousand people's lives and stuff like that so and they don't care about that shit because yeah. like, you gotta think like i mean from the way it was portrayed i mean the way the way it is portrayed um you know like they have like what they call it like radical islam yeah so you know that's like telling like a christian if you will mm-hmm. like you know like why do you do the things you do yeah that's like true. the the practice of your discipline Ooh. yeah so, so muhammad i have an interesting question for you right so when this stuff happens right since you're you're a muslim man and your family's put from that cloth right did you guys feel like you guys were being cheated or looked at any differently based off this incident well when it i don't know if you can remember how much you can remember but like Disrespectful because of your religion? 
Yeah, and see, another thing is, I, it might be sweet just because of the area I live in. I don't think I've ever experienced like blunt racism. I'll say, uh, I mean, shit. Yeah, like, well, I mean, maybe everybody else can tell their story, but for me, I've never been like somebody. I'm just out in the, out about, or somebody says something under the breath, or if you do, I haven't noticed it. I'll, I'll say that if you have, I haven't noticed it. But like, I don't think I've ever been experienced like, oh, well, I'm not gonna serve you because you're black, or I'm not gonna do this, or. Yeah, not to that point. Yeah. I mean, people look at me funny sometimes, depending where I'm at. Like, um, I went to go pick up a gun the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your first purchase with a gun? This is my first purchase. You know what's interesting about that? I Dave Chappelle's stand up from that last week. Have any of you guys watched that? The yeah. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. So, um, he was talking about how like the gun reform and stuff like that. And what I thought he would say was interesting is that like, if you want the gun laws to change, every black man who's illegal, who can legally purchase a gun, go buy a gun and right now. And then, then you'll see, you'll see the gun laws change. So I thought that was interesting, but continue. How was your purchase of a gun? So I walked in there and there's nobody in there that looks like me. Mm -hmm. There's people in hunting gear. Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Is this like Cabela's? Where'd you go? Yeah. Cabela's actually, mm -hmm. but it went smooth. Nobody messed with me. I mean, when I pulled up, saw Confederate flags and all that, people <laughs> hanging out the back of their pickup trucks. <laughs> I parked right near them. I was kind of scared about my car. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I thought they're going to mess with it, but everything went smooth. So the in and out process, how long did it take you to purchase? Uh, Probably like an hour because I got to run your background check. There's but a bunch of paperwork. as for like things you had to bring, like did you have to? You just had to bring your ID, and that's yeah, mainly just it. Just your license, and then um, it's totally up to you if you get your concealed. But that's not done by them. You have to go take a separate class for that. Yeah, concealed is so easy to get, yeah. bro. Yeah. And that's the thing too. You don't it's know crazy. who has to conceal, and that's another thing too. I don't feel comfortable going to Walmart no more. Now when I used to go to Walmart, it used to be lackadaisical, do what I had to do. But now it's like I'm in and out with Walmart just because of that shooting that happened a couple of weeks ago. It's like y'all hitting Walmart, y'all hitting the movies. Just the, everywhere they're hitting, I'm taking notes. I know I'm not when I come in here, I'm in and out. I, I'm not playing any games. So because I even saw an article that like Wegmans they've changed that now if you, they would prefer for you, you can probably still do it, but they prefer for you not to have your like concealed yeah like, but i mean they'll it, never know yeah you'll never know not concealed because you can open carry in wegmans and walmart and so that's i remember the first time i was in walmart i seen a dude just holding the strap my like, bro it's legal like i didn't because i'm not really too, i don't i'm not into guns so i'm not privy to the gun laws but i'm like bro it's le i didn't know it was legal just you can just walk in anywhere and just do what you had to do yeah i mean i tell people at this point honestly like i understand like the whole the notions behind gun reform, but you gotta think about it, bro. We have more guns than we have people in this country. So Say that again for the people in the back. We have more guns than we have people in this country. So look at it from this standpoint. Let's say that legislation was passed to where they reformed, like, or, you know what I'm saying? Like they were trying to take back all these weapons. Who the fuck gonna sign up for that job? Are you going to door to door to pick up people's ARs? No, no. Second, I come on your because property. There's, pe there's people, <laughs> yeah, there's people who are going to stand there and be like, okay, this is my right. That you're trying to take away from me mm -hmm. i'm a like and people say it but p there are some people that mean that and that's what i'm saying like if you have that job i promise you you ain't making it past the first week somebody's gonna clip you and if you survive it mm -hmm. i promise you you're not gonna go back for a check nah. what no nobody's gonna do that so i tell people i'm like bro at this point it's better to be with than without I'm not saying you have to use it it's like insurance you know what I'm saying? They God, charge me every yeah, month for the like, off Lord, chance yeah, that like, I do Lord, get an accident. Like, you don't have to use your health insurance for an emergency, but you rather have it in a case that you in a have situation that need you need, and it, need yeah, and not have, yeah. than not have it. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know, maybe it's just me, but so I went to the UK recently mm -hmm. before going. Um, you seen Skepta out there? No. Nah, <laughs> 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 um, but it's, it's like before going, like it's funny because I was on a plane. Mm -hmm. like, 
you can ride in the plane with a uh, you can ride in the plane with a gun. You just have to claim it, correct? Uh, Somebody, fa- I think I you don't can. know about that. I know they can, but like you, I think you can. Like that's one way I was no, reading. No, you, got, no, you can't. As a, as a passenger. No, not like in the plane, but it will be like a separate compartment. I think you can claim it, and then you will. That it was like an article. Yeah, it was like an article that says, "Oh, if you if you want to go through checkout fast." I mean, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but like if you want to go through checkout faster, this is how you can do it. Just say you have you're carrying. You want to claim that you have a firearm, and there's like some special process they'll put you through and separate. But yeah, continue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just I was thinking. I was like, all right, so. Yeah, the, the UK be quick with that knife, and I know that for They're Ghana, crazy. from my Ghana experience. Yeah. So and so happened here. Um, you know, just different types of stabbings. I'm like, damn, like, so back in, in, in the States, it's guns, and here it's knives. It's like, it doesn't get any better. So it kind of just makes you think, it's like, all right, let's say we do away with guns. And then, like, in the perfect world, we were able to do away with guns. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. You can turn anything into a weapon for real because you can get yeah. rid of guns. I can go get a hammer yeah. and beat you down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like It's interesting that UK cops don't have guns on them. I find that very interesting. And so I'm a, I was at Carnival. So for those that don't know, I didn't know what Carnival was until recently. What's Carnival? Carnival is like this huge, like, it kind of reminded me of, like, remember back in the day, like those twerk fests? Yes, sir. Twerk fest. On anything. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Those teen clubs, man. Standing on the wall, <laughs> posted, yeah. But that's what it's. It's like I mean, it's supposed to be like a Caribbean themed party, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, it was cool. It was it was a real cool experience. But so there's a lot of cops there. And I'm looking at them. So they're like, they built like a just a barricade of cops so that we wouldn't pass by because they wanted another section of people to go through. And I'm just looking at them I'm like, you guys really don't have any weapons on you right now. Like I could just run through and it's like okay. Yeah, you just you gonna have to fight me. Yeah. yeah. But UK people have a different type of strength. Strength, but then it's a mentality. I was gonna say it's not strength. Yeah, like I can respect somebody want to throw like throw hands. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you can walk away from it whether you win or lose. And fight and dap each other. But in up. America, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like you hurt somebody's pride and they think you should lose your life over that. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Like I said, if you feel like I disrespect you, I'm no one to. T- I can't say like I didn't disrespect you if you feel disrespected. Yeah. So if you want to throw hands, that's justifiable. Yeah. But shooting me because you feel disrespected, that's kind of no. crazy. Yeah. Damn, nobody's going to say nothing. We're just going to have an awkward pause. I think we should get into these uh, topics. topics All right, yeah. Well, see, this is what we did last week. If you know last week, last week it took us 22 minutes to get into the topics. So we're at 22 minutes. We're at 22 minutes, so that's going to be our number now. So um, how, which, what, what, what do you guys want to start with? I'll let Alan choose since he's one of our guests. Um, Let's see. Mental game texting? No, actually, pause. Let's go to Barbara Ho shit Ho- hairdresser. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's start there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is an interesting topic I had because more than likely, if you have hair, <clears throat> if you have hair, uh, <laughs> 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 if you if you have hair, 
you um you would know that um you, you probably have a hairdresser you have a barber so everybody gets their hair done and there's some things that i don't like about my, what my barber does shout out steph i mean i'm still gonna shout you out even though you know what i'm saying there's some things I, i'm gonna talk about but like what do you guys think are some things that your bar what your barber or your hairdresser does and does not do that like pisses you off or things in your past experience of getting your hair done what do you guys think who want to start i mean Okay. <laughs> hey, shout out to all of my bald people out there. Y'all, y'all, I hear y'all do y'all thing, right? So bro, you got you got the gun now. Go ahead, you start, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, oh. <laughs> he's armed. <laughs> yeah. So you walk in the barbershop with that. The gun is at home, just to let y'all know. So. Oh, okay. Hey, I love that, bro. But um, let me see. I'm not gonna talk about my current barber. Why not? Well, I'm gonna talk about my current barber. I'll, I'll talk about, about my current barber. Yeah, Zay cuts get you right. Zay Talvin, where is he located? Uh, Manassas, Salon Plaza. Uh, yeah, right across from the mall. He cut with uh, oh, licensing with curly hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he takes forever. Doesn't that's his stilo, right? Yeah, it takes a time. Okay, forever. Okay, that's that's a disrespect. Yeah, let me take it back to ODU where you had to go on campus to get cut. I hate it. What's his name? What's that one Kappa who cuts? I never went to him. What, I know uh, you're talking about Whatever him. his name is, I do I not like He it. pushes your box, man. Yes. Yeah, Go that's ahead. Pep Go. Peep. Yeah, Pep Peep. pushing your line back. Um, of course, niggas come in with the two sharp razors. I go home. The next day, I wake up. I got um, scabs all over my forehead. Got BDBs um, in your neck? <laughs> but I still have to go back to you because you're my only option. Yeah. Which I didn't like, mm -hmm. but... That's pretty much it for me. I mean, okay. Well, I, I think I can dive into this topic, right? So for me, I used to have like a fro, right? Mm -hmm. So I was back in the day. I never used to get my hair cut, right? I and I can go all day about this. I never used to get my hair cut. I just used to rock naps all the time and stuff like that. But after a while, you know, like you get older, you mature, and then now you're like, okay, I have to be well groomed now, right? So. I had I've I haven't had a consistent barber until I, after I graduated, right? So I have a barber right now, and he was supposed to be in the last chapter, but he'll be on. He can come on and defend himself, right? So when I first started going to him, I one of my friends I saw his haircut, and I'm like, okay, your haircut's nice. I'm who's your barber? Because I just got back from school and I didn't know who what my barber was gonna be, right? So I, I first got to get my haircut. It was a dub each time. I went to the first time, everything was good. And mind you, this is the same. I haven't every single time I've gotten my hair cut in the last three years, it's, I've been the same guy, right? So at first, it's twenty dollars. Everything's good. He gets my hairline right. He does the fade right. Um, he does everything good. Everything's geeky, right? And but then when he lines me up, he he uses the razor. And at first, he was like, okay, well. The haircut's 20, but then the razor's an extra five. But quote unquote, I use air quotes, quote unquote, he was letting me slide without the razor, right? He was letting me slide on that five. So I was just giving you a dub, right? And then it turned into, okay, well, the price of razors has gone up. And so now I need I need 25. I'm like, okay, well, wow. I'm, a, I'm the type of person where it's like, I respect everybody's craft, right? So if you're an artist, I respect the fact that, okay, it's not easy to, like, same thing, I was listening to Nicki Minaj on the Joe Budden podcast, right? It's not easy to sit in this room and come up with raps. It's not easy to sit here and draw any of these things you see in the wall or anything like that. Doing art or anything that, like, doing art or anything like that is hard. And same, you're, if you're a barber, you're more than likely an artist, right? So I respect your craft. You want 25, I'll give you a 25, right? So then it turned into, okay, well, now it's 25, but I'm also charging you for texting me for the appointment, right? And then I'm like, all right, bro, because it's like, now, first it's 25, and mind you, I, I, I get my hair cut every two weeks, right? But now I'm thinking I, I might have to slow down a bit because I'm, do, I'm doing the math. I'm like, getting your haircut is not cheap. It's yeah, expensive, right? So then it turned into $30, right? And then it was like, okay, well, it's 20 for the cut, $10 for the appointment, 
and then five dollars for the razor, <laughs> right? And then now, now what is changed into okay? Well, now it's all men's cuts are thirty dollars, right? And then the, I don't get charged for the appointment, but I still get charged for the razor, right? So that's thirty five dollars, right? And like I said, I, I respect everything that everybody does, right? But when I go to the ATM, what's the ATM give me? Twenties. So now I'm. I said I'm not about to just give you forty and ask me for a five back. Yeah. I'm. I'm giving you the full forty. You feel me? Yeah. So now I'm paying you forty dollars every two weeks, which is eighty dollars a month. That's which, a personal which, choice, brother. Exactly. <laughs> but like I said, you as men, we all know how. And even Claire can probably speak to this. When somebody gets your line right, and somebody does your fade right, and somebody's doing your hair right, and it's like, because it's like, okay, let's say I want to go to Julian's, my new barber. It's just going to take a couple of rounds for him to get my, you know, what I'm saying, figure out my head and stuff like that. We already, we've already built a rapport, and he's he's my friend. I don't only see it, like if I sit in public, I'm not like, okay, hey, that's my barber. And I'm like, no, that's my man's. You see what I'm saying? So now I'm paying for it. Now it's kind of expensive now when I actually think about it. So it's $40, $80 a month. 80 times 12 is probably like, I don't know, like $800, $900. So I'm damn near spending $1,000 a year on my hair, right? Okay, $960, right? But think about it. I don't, my, my cell phone bill is not even $80 a month, right? Other than like my student loans and my rent, me getting my hair done is probably like my most expensive bill, right? So there's nothing wrong with my haircut, but I can talk to you about my past things he's done. It's like, for me, it's like I have a cow lick. So that means like right here, my hair grows in a different direction, right? So it's like, he would tell me that, okay, well, one thing I don't like about barbers, you know when you go get your haircut and it's like a perfect cut? And then you go to the next week, it's not the same thing. It's like my line is all off or something like that. I'm like, bro, you got me perfect last time. Why are you tweaking right now? He's like, nah, bro, I got to create your hairline. Your hair is different. I'm like, bro, I'm not hearing that. And I used to tell him that <laughs> to try to defend themselves, right? They try to defend themselves, right? And then another thing is that like, okay, well, well also when you, when you get your hair cut, um, for me, it's like, Sometimes he will put, it's like, you know, your edges and your boxes. Sometimes he, one will be high as hell and the other one will be like leaning to the side. I'm like, bro, what are you doing, right? And then I will tell him like, yeah, bro, every time I get my haircut by you and I go home and wash my hair, my hairline's like, like gotten taller. He's like, nah, brother, nah, bro, that's not true. That's not true, right? So that's happened to me. And then what else is interesting? Dang, I had another good point. You hate that. Wait, what you mean? When you forget, what you about to eat? Yeah. Yeah. But it's fire. Um, hold, hold, you, 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 you remember it? No, I don't. I mean, somebody else can take over. It's hard. Well, yeah, I, I, just, I just want to, because, you know, so. Well, you have a beard, too, so you can talk about that. Yeah, uh, so. What's your haircut struggle like? Yeah, I mean. Nice, nice Thanks, strap. man. I appreciate that. No you football know? pads, though, but you go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so, I don't know. My haircut journey has been wild, because, like, I just think back. So, first of all. I'm gonna take it way back. So like from I would say fourth grade all the way until I graduated high school, I had the same barber. I went to Legacy and Manassas next to Mar next to Marshall. No, I went to a <laughs> Uncle Tony in the front, uh -huh. first chair on the right, and uh, he used to cut me and my pops, and he used to blow me because like he's like former military. He was in the Marines or whatever. And so I was in ROTC in high school. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, oh, you in ROTC? Like, I'm about to give you this good even. Stop. So, bro, I didn't even, even know about a good haircut. I lied to you not until I got to Morehouse. And my boys, yeah, was, like, and my boys was like, bro, you got to get rid of that. Like, that is not it. Like, get the sides faded or mm -hmm. something. So then I went to, um, we had a barbershop on campus. Um, and my boy Taz, shout out to Taz, gentleman cuts by Flash on uh, Instagram. Uh, Look at you! But he was getting me right. Like I'm not gonna hold you, bro. Like he turned me. Like that's when Allen died and I became AB. Oh, like, oh. yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 oh my goodness! Yeah. And so he was getting me right. 
So then, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was cutting me all throughout college or whatever. I moved back um, here for like a year, and it was so difficult to find a barber. And what really was getting my on my nerves here, and still does to this day, is like, it's like I have to hound a barber to give me a cut. Like that's I your trying, livelihood. I be trying to go. Yeah, that's all I be trying to tell. I'm like, bro, do you want to make money or don't you? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be and the thing that kills me is like if I go to a shop and I be telling like I hit barbers with so many different ultimatums. I'm like, bro, look, I'll pay for the dude that's about to like he'll be like, oh, well, this dude's next, and dude'll be sitting. There, I'll be like, bro, I'll cut, I'll pay for your haircut like if you let me go in front of you. You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, all right, cool. You're and, dude, and dude, will still be like. Nah, bro, see, like, it's messing with my business. I'm like, how is that messing with your business, bro? You're still making the same outcome. You have mm-hmm. two satisfied customers. But I'm about to walk out of here if you don't come here right now because mm-hmm. I got somewhere to be. Okay, but see, let me let me pause you right there to defend the barbers out there. Why don't you set an appointment when you're telling coming like that? Because you're, you're telling me that, okay, well, I come here and it's like, bro, if you, oh, so so is it that you set an appointment and you need to go earlier or why would nah, you Nah, I don't, I'm not going to hold you. You put only, only time I'm Only time I'm going to a barbershop and like, Setting an appointment as if like you know like I guess like that's the only way because my old barber he like he turned into like an only appointment type person that blows me because isn't I'm like, that how it's supposed oh, to be no bro be. no bro this is like it's so like okay so you look at it from like a, a communal standpoint like a barbershop is like that's like our therapy like you know what I'm saying like so we go we parlay kick it mm-hmm. at the end of the day so say I'm like I'm in I'm in I'm in no rush mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because I like to go on Thursdays to get my hair cut yes so Beat if I come rush. in here on a yeah. Thursday I ain't got I don't care if there's six people in front of me because y'all got ESPN on mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying we in here shooting the shit talking whatever like I'm in no rush mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but if you're sitting there like nah bro I can't get you out of the way first of all and going back to tipping cuz you was paying him $35 no I'm paying 40 yeah okay yeah so my thing is you making that in what 30 minutes so you making what $70 an hour bro if you don't cut my hair like (laughs) you feel me like come on son get me out the way like this is your your livelihood don't sit here and tell me I'm a barber I love my craft and you can't get me out the way Mm -hmm. and then you look for me to have loyalty to you that's what kills me, cause I'm not gonna hold you. I'm the type of nigga. I'll go in a barbershop. You're, you can cut me. You're, you're a brave man. And if you get on no, my, hold on. You, you don't tell me you're the type. You'll go to somebody else in the shop and look him Fuck dead in right. the eye. And look him dead in the eye. Like yeah, bro, bro this I'm going is to a him. business transaction. You ain't doing me no favors. Mm. I'm oh, paying you. Uh, okay. You feel me? That way. <laughs> now I'm not trying to be like that, but at the end of the day, you have to understand this is a business transaction. And a lot of barbers, it's, let me not say a lot of barbers. A lot of barbers, I guess around here, mm-hmm. that's what I've experienced. Mm-hmm. Like I've had barbers where it's like either you're really nice and you're I gotta really hound you for a cut, yeah, or you're not that good and you try to put more of the emphasis on the whole like, I guess like, well, I'm your barber, like the sociological aspect of yeah. it of like you come to one barber, like we have a bond, ah, uh, ah. Uh, but it's like if you're not producing the product that I want, I'm not gonna keep coming to you. Yeah, you know. What so I'm how saying? many chances to screw up your hair does he get? One. So if you if if you go to your barber next week and your hairline's leaning a little bit, you're divorcing him just like that. Okay, I capped. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. You can't do that. I capped. Bro. It's like but, it's not going to be the but, same cut every single time. I understand that, but at the same time, like I don't know. So let me ask you a question. Yes. How do you pick your barber? Well, like, is there like do you have like a general rule of thumb when you go into a shop? No, because this is my first time ever having a consistent barber. So the way I found this barber, like I said, like that's the good thing about being a barber. If you're good at your craft, everybody who you cut is a walking billboard. So, okay, because it's clearly like, oh, damn, Julian, who cut your hair? I like your cut. I'm going to go yeah, to him. So yeah. my man's Paris, shout out Paris. He was a single dad in the last chapter. Um, I saw his um, haircut one day. I'm like, damn, I really like your cut. So I went to him. And then mm-hmm. we built a bond. I kept, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. And that's how I, he became my barber. So, like, my haircuts were clean. Like, probably, let's say I've been cut by him at least 300 times. Mm-hmm. I'd say about 290, been straight. There's been, yeah. like, 
10 to 12 times. I was like, bro, you have my stuff leaning. Yeah. And then he'll cop a plea. But you, you know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it go. I mean, I don't know. Like with me, so I'm going to type. First of all, I'll go in a barbershop and really just peep game for a second. So I'll see who like, like if a dude is like, yo, I got three. I'm like, I'm going to him. Because mm-hmm. people only wait for But I don't understand nice. how you do that How do you just walk in no, What you mean You're okay with spending hours there Like I don't care Yes It's a barbershop <laughs> I Yo yeah. It depends on the shop though That's what I'm saying The shop is like that I got stuff to do mm. If I set my appointment at 3 o'clock I expect there to be there at 3 o'clock 3 or 5 at the latest We're getting cut 3 or 5 the latest no, But at the same time not going down like Bro, that all the time Shout out the lady phase Laney underscore phase mm. He on high Mm-hmm. I got one cut from him every other time. He just, you know, I had to no, make an appointment. If you're, if, you're, if you're a consistent customer, if you're consistent, then they will respect you texting them. But what I realized is that if you just come, if you just say, okay, I'm going to get a cut from Claire. I'm going to get one from Julian. I'm going to get one from Muhammad. If you bounce around like that, you're not coming to me on a consistent basis, I'm not going to be as inclined. I'm not going to show you loyalty. Because now when I hit my barber, it's like respecting. Now it's like, okay, well, I've been coming to you for a solid three years. And that's another thing, too. I'm always com- companioning my barber for free haircuts, right? So the other day, I was like, bro, this is our three, today's our three-year anniversary. Can I get a free cut? He's like, no. I, so so where's the loyalty? What are you no, talking about? Because you remember he was supposed to become the last chapter, right? So he told me, and I'm gonna hold him hold him to this. And I really I hope he doesn't come on because I want this deal. He said if he doesn't come on, if, if next time we have single dads part two, if he doesn't come on the ch- the chapter, he owes me ten free haircuts. Yo, all I'm saying. I, I found free haircuts for a year once. That's so, crazy. So How you do that? Since 2009. Mm-hmm. So when first started You've never cheated. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would drive back from Virginia State mm-hmm. and he would work up here on the weekends. But on the weekends that he didn't come up here, and back when I had hair, I was that, I was that guy. That Juicy curls. Juicy yeah. curls. I remember the first day I met you, actually, but he we can get into that. Curls. I had a curl, I had a mohawk. You know, and I'm, I'm not even gonna lie, when I first met Muhammad, I was hating. I was hating. We, we, we was outside Nova. We were just sitting on the block at Nova. We are just sitting there chilling. And I knew Julian, and I knew our other friend Deshaun at this time, right? So I just see, you know what I'm saying, dude come over. He had like a little. Like blue and white, blue and silver cardigan, yeah, little. Uh, yeah, no, I remember it was like blue and silver cardigan. You know what I'm saying? Had this little, and he was just a thing where he pushes up his glasses. So he, he <laughs> pushes up his glasses. He pushes up his glasses. He has his little juicy curls, a little uh, rosary and stuff like that. And he, he just walked up all swaggy. I'm like, bro, and he pulled up in the bands. I'm like, bro, who is this guy, bro? I'm like, and, uh, and off top. So this is during my broke days, right? So I, I viewed him like, bro. Hey, yeah, I, like, I was like, bro, who is this dude? I don't, you bro, know what I'm saying? I, I ain't like the energy he brought. Like, you remember every detail. Bro, Nova was the. <laughs> I was there, I was there all day, every day. So it was yo, like, Kojo, your transparency is one of your greatest attributes. I just want to say that. Thank you. It really, yeah. Like I really, I really love how just how transparent. Like you don't hold back. Like you just let it. It's the truth. Everybody it here knows it. It's the yeah. truth. I'm not. I'm, I don't. I'm not embarrassed by it. Because now, bro. now the competition it. has changed. We all know what time it is. But that's, that's a different story for a different day, right? But yeah, so I remember he pulled up on the scene like I'm this but who is this nigga he's like man that's my man Muhammad I'm like yeah I don't you know what I'm saying I don't, I don't vibe it I don't, I don't like that energy he's bringing right but then you know what I'm saying you start talking and we get cool and then I found out he worked at the movies so then me and me and Deshaun would have movie Mondays where every Monday we would call Muhammad he was get he would get us into the movies for free we just go watch the movies and then we always go to Joe's Pizza and stuff like that so it was like, like Jerry's Pizza okay. into, into the movie theater yeah. I'm pretty sure you got me in for free one time Skipping, skipping class. Like, but yeah, it got, it got, it got bad at, at one point. But it was a great time. Mm. 
Facts. But no, last point about this barber stuff. Yeah. I moved to New York. Shout out to the Dominican shop on on Fulton Street. Mm-hmm. On Fulton and Malcolm X. Bro. Get they used to get way. me out the way, first of all. For the they low? $15, bro, to do the hair and the beard. Mm-hmm. And they put the uh they put the hot towel on your face yeah. before they hit you with the uh with the razor. For so, fifteen dollars. So that so that brother right there, shout out to Choopy. Choopy. So, <laughs> so my thing is, bro, he would get me out the way like that, I have no problem giving you twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what's the most you're willing to pay for a haircut? Everybody, I want everybody to chime in on this. I'm not gonna hold you. I paid thirty dollars last time and I was tight, but I had him uh So that makes you tight. Cause yeah. now when I tell other people I pay forty, everybody makes it sound just, like I'm getting finesse. But I don't think I I'm am. not gonna hold you. I, I try to rationalize things and I'm the type of person I ask questions. I'm very inquisitive. Mm-hmm. So like I asked Choopy, I'm like, bro, like Back where I'm from, we can't get, like, a $15 haircut is unheard of. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I was like, how can you afford that with, like, boofering and living in New York? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I just cut hair, bro. Like, I come to the shop, I cut niggas' hair. And in New York, it's different because, like, they be in there at, like, let's say, like, either 8, 30, 9 o'clock. The shop don't close till, like, 10. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to here, shops be closing, like, 6, six. o'clock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got stuff to do. And that's what I'm saying. Niggas be willing to work. Yeah. But here, it's like, I don't know. Like... It's, it's, it's a different atmosphere, and I get it. Like, you got to make booth rent. You got to make a living. I understand that. But at the same time, bro, niggas got to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you ha- you're in a profession where you can obviously make good bread. If you cut, if you charge $15 a head, right, mm-hmm. and you cut two heads an hour, 30 minutes per head, that's $30 an hour. No, but some people get the even Steven. You can get out faster than that. You can probably you cut feel, three okay, people an hour. Okay, all that's doing is justifying my point even more. Yeah. Like... You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, but then you have to understand there are all those. See, that's why we need a barber on here who can like relay what he feels because it's like, there's, yeah, there's what, probably some yeah, slow and days I, and, and I get stuff that, like that. But what blows me, honestly, and then something else I peeped is like everybody be trying to open up their own damn shop. But my thing is, why can't look? Everybody wants to be top dog. Not everybody need to be top dog. At the end of the day, if you want to eat, eat. Put somebody in, like you know what I'm saying, leadership, who can voice the opinions of everyone in the shop. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, you know what I'm saying? If you have enough barbers in there or whatever, y'all can split it like however y'all need to split it. And you know what I'm saying? Now, I understand there's like logistics behind that that I probably don't know about. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if everybody's trying to like go away and open up their own shop, because that's how it was at the um, the joint in Gainesville. Uh, jazz? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they've had like, because like I went to New York and mm-hmm. when I came back, two barbers were gone. And I was like, where these niggas go? And one yeah. nigga left, another nigga went open. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, eat, like do yeah, your thing. Do you know thing. what I'm saying? But at the mm-hmm. same time, I'm just like, if everybody else here is struggling, like, what's the point? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's more so everybody want to be a top dog. Everybody want to be able to say, I have my own shit. shit yeah. Rather than, okay, but like. But it's only a certain amount of people that are actually going to be that top dog. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And that's my thing. But like I said, if you're willing to eat, and that's what I noticed. I mean, it's different because you have, like, the cultural aspect. Mm-hmm. But, like, the dudes in New York, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the oldest cat in the shop, he was, like, top dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, longest tenure as a barber. Everybody else, they just ended to make money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There Some people a, don't actually appreciate this as a craft or a skill. Yeah, yeah they're like, saying. and they, the thing was, they had like apprenticeships. Mm-hmm. So they would have young cats in there and they'd be like, yo, like, okay, compete this, whatever, whatever, whatever. Troopy had a young cat come in there with a the straight razor, kind of had me freaked out for a minute. Yeah. But I remember the first like, time I got cut with a straight razor in Ghana, I thought the dude was going to kill me. Yeah, yeah. But he was like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, I'm going to let you cut this side of his face. He was like, are you okay with that? And I'm just like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because like every time I come in the shop, he's right next to Choopy. Mm-hmm. And that's how they be teaching these niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying? So Trial like, by air. I, yeah, I, under, I understand that. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, go ahead, run that. But here, I don't know. It's just different. And like, it just irritates me because to go back to your point of like the whole loyalty aspect, mm-hmm. I don't see why 
they're I don't say I don't, I don't see why they need to be loyalty, but like like I said, first and foremost, this is a business transaction, dude. Yeah. Like okay. I, I, under, I understand, understand that. that. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to walk into the barbershop and there's nobody in your chair, yeah. don't tell me I need an appointment because you have no business. And right now, y'all got the lights on. You burn electricity. No, but so see, you still got to pay this bill. If you come in at two o'clock and I have an appointment at two fifteen, well, okay. Well, if you come in and there's no appointment, you're pushing back my whole schedule, and I have to stay here later. So that I, I feel like that's what the angle they're coming from at. And I understand that if you got something to do, but you're being compensated. Ain't nobody asking you to stay there for free. Yeah, well, okay, you see but what I'm saying? You, have you never been in a situation where the money's not worth it? Yeah, but every day, my nigga. I mean, they have every Tuesday, day. Yeah, Sunday and Mondays. The barbers don't come on Sunday's and Mondays. Okay, so Tuesday through Saturday. Yeah. He got to a point where it's like I'm only doing appointments only. That way, you because you have you'll have a lot of old heads that want to come in like I don't know early Saturday mm-hmm. morning at six, seven a.m., eight a.m. Yeah. And then throughout the week, you just you know what you, you know your money, the money that you're making. Yeah. Anything else after your set hours that you're going to be working, hey, this is what I'm charging. Yeah. So this and know, that's fine. Shop is nice and it's nice and concise and clean and efficient. I have people coming in, the next person coming out, coming in, coming out. You don't have people sitting there for hours. Y'all gonna go to the store real quick, I'm gonna get some food, I got another hour and a half to wait. Like, there's none of that. That stuff's in the past now, man. Mm-hmm. We're grown now? Yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. my point. Like, there's, there's, I have friends that mm-hmm. have barbers that have apps mm-hmm. where. The book ski like, joint? I don't know what it's called. Oh, uh, no, yeah, I know. T- table, uh, style seat, style seat, uh, style seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see that? I said that's so ugly. Like four boxes just opened up. Mm-hmm. If you want to cut, I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Like, we got too much stuff going on. Right? Everybody has stuff going on. That's, that's valid. Yeah. I'm not sitting in this barbershop as much as I can if like you charge that. 20 a cut and I'm willing or okay hypothetically if you charge let's say what's what's the what's the typical NOFA rate like 30 at least 25 30 yeah okay so if I come in and I'm willing to pay you 40 like you're not gonna get me out the way but bro you have not thinking about you this is you right now in this one moment yeah but what am I gonna do to the next guest like then he has to be pushed back yeah. like, all right like so he, let's say let's say let's say his last cut is at 6 p.m mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and like I said, you don't know what people's schedules are, but let's say you're the barber, you ain't got shit to do but go home. You know what I'm saying? Would you pass up to 40? And I understand, like you said, like is is money not worth it? But like, I don't know I me. Mean, we gotta think about it. Like, I'm, like again, I'm speaking from from my barber's perspective and like what I've heard from him. But it's like, all right, if you're if, I, if I'm charging, what did you just say, 25, 30 bucks for a cut? Yeah. And then for an extra 10, I'm like, is it, is it worth it when I I can get a house call? Mm-hmm. I'll never do a house call. I can't fade that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get this house call. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, it's like it's not worth. Like I'd rather have. You know, it's just like a toll. Tolls on the road. Yeah. I don't like tolls, but we. I don't like tolls either. There's people out there that pay the thirty bucks, forty bucks to get to DC some days because I want to save time. Mm-hmm. So I know we have some uh, Everybody who's listening I know we have some ladies listening right So that's why we have Claire on here So Claire I, I assume you get your hair done correct Yes Okay so tell us what do you? How much does it cost to get your hair What's the upkeep on your hair uh, Well I think it depends Like if I'm getting a weave mm-hmm. What is a weave for people who don't know A weave is just basically like you get Tracks or fake hair Sewn into your head Like you get your hair braided And then they sew the hair The tracks into your head Okay, so the weave and tracks are essentially the same thing. Yeah. So then what's a sew-in? The same thing. Oh, 
it's all the same thing <laughs> here i thought y'all had three different things no. but go ahead what's well what, i mean it depends like if i'm gonna get a sew-in mm-hmm. i've spent including the price of hair i've spent four hundred dollars in my one hair session done. yes and how long does that last it depends like if you go to i've the quickest girl i've ever been to has braided my hair and sewed the hair in an hour and a half mm-hmm. the longest it's taken is seven and a half hours Dang. okay so you see how for us we get our hair cut like twice a week mm-hmm. right i mean t- every two weeks how often do you go get your hair done um well if i'm if i have a weave like you really can't keep it in more than two months but if i have braids then i'm not keeping that in more than two or three weeks mm-hmm. or if i have twists same thing if I have mine actual hair out and I'm getting relaxers, it's like every four to six weeks. So what's you, what's you, the hair you have now? Like how much did the, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm <laughs> the hair you have now? How much mm-hmm. did it cost? Or this is your real hair? Um, well, no, this is a weave. So okay. this hair cost. Um, I think it was like I. So I've been doing this for like years since high school. So for me, I've been you doing do hair this also. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I've been getting my hair done mm-hmm. and like figuring out what I like and what I don't like since mm-hmm. probably like 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, or what I have now, it was like, I figured out that you can get good hair, good unprocessed hair for about $80. And that is kind of where I've like figured out how to save money. Mm-hmm. But since I moved here, it's hard to find someone who's going to do your hair for less than hundred something. Yeah, one thirty. Like okay. that's like the cheapest that you can find mm-hmm. if you don't have somebody established. So then, what are some things that your hairdresser does that pisses you off? Um, well, I've never been to a hair appointment and not sat and waited for half an hour before the two and a half hours start. Yes. Damn. And that's always with an appointment. Like there is no walk-ins. So that's not an option. Yeah. You wait for half an hour. <laughs> At least <laughs> you wait for half an hour at least because it's always backed up like they're It's always because they're doing somebody else, but they just don't nobody ever allots enough time to do your actual hair. So hmm. I hate when my barber tells me. What do you mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my barber be on the phone sometimes oh, arguing yeah. with his baby moms, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, just and no, the worst is like when you can tell he's mad and he's doing my lineup. I'm like, bro. Chill. You're like, chill. <laughs> I don't want you to like, my job will be leaving. Put, yeah. I mean, I've had a girl who was genuinely like an hour sh- late showing up. Like she wasn't there doing anyone anybody mm-hmm. else's hair. She was an hour late showing up because it was like her birthday a couple of days before. And she went out and in Houston and had to drive back to San Antonio where I was getting my hair done. And she shows up. She's an hour late. There's no apologies. There's no nothing. There's no like, oh, let me give you like $10 off the $150 service. Mm-hmm. So... You're an hour late. Barbara should come out with coupons. That's what they should do. <laughs> like personal coupons. Like, hey, every fifth cut. Well, each, so my, my ex, she was, she was stylist. Mm-hmm. And she had, like, she made me give off like, 20 bucks transactions. Yeah, they have she, deals. She it, yeah, she did it with more people out that she had a yeah, I have, like, the girl that I saw predominantly in San Antonio, she would have, like, specials, I think, when she was really trying to, like, make some money. She would send out emails to everybody who, like, subscribed to her emails, and it would be like, if you schedule your appointment in the next 48 hours, and it's in the next week, your sewing is only $100. Mm. Relationships are very important. Speaking of relationships... 
we're like how many minutes are we? we're like 50 minutes in so i think this would be yeah see see all right so now that you everybody so here right, so no, no, no 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 listen 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 i need to i need to get this out everybody who listen see these are listeners who we have on the, on the podcast so when you guys say that okay well you guys take too long to get into the topics you're here now and you're on and now we're just having a general conversation now it's like oh damn we're 50 minutes in you wouldn't think that so it's hard to concise it and that's why i be trying to tell people so maybe we should have a I do. I'm looking at the clock right now. Yeah. That's what I was doing before you interrupted me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was doing before you interrupted me. So that was a good shout out to all the barbers out there. We love y'all. Y'all keep us a little less ugly. But continue walk on. in. Hmm? Just let me walk, walk in. Walk in. Y'all all do great work. It's time for the random question of the week, right? So I had some feedback on the random question of the week last time about the Kansas City, so I think this is also a good one. So the question is, do any of you guys know the difference between effect and effect? Difference as in like... There's a, no, there's an effect with the E and there's an effect, effect with, with the, the A. Yeah, right. Do you Damn, know the I difference know between those two words? Don't Google it. <laughs> oh my goodness. You want to cap out for the pod, but go ahead. No, but I feel like I use it correctly. You know, you use it in the context. And now that I'm trying to explain it, you can't explain it. I can't explain it. Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Do you? Does anybody know? I should know this shit because I graduated with a whole ass English degree. Oh, well, it's pitiful. The the, the compass is on you now, so speak. Yeah. Once again, I mean, like, I know how to like. So if I'm, I'm trying to think about. I'm so, trying to use it in context. So if you let's say let's say, so if you're affecting something with the e, mm -hmm. you're the end result, the verb. Mm -hmm. oh, look at you, verbs. So, yeah, right, bro. I just told you. I know. Pass the mic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were saying you're an English major. I was an English minor, oh. and I was in a poetry class, and we had a whole class on this mm -hmm. because affect is supposed to, or you know, effect is the end result. It's a verb. It's kind of like you know, cause and effect. They go in hand in hand. But affect is supposed to be like an emotional effect. Mm -hmm. So if I say something new and it pisses you off or whatever, then like the affect of my statement was like your anger. But I feel like when we speak, we don't say e or uh, we just say effect. Effect, right? You don't say, I mean, it sounds the it same. It sounds the same. What's that? What's that? Con not consonant. What's that? What, synonym or no? Um, well, you know, you know. Uh, I can't people. think of the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's it called when you have the same syllable, same vowel sounds? What's that called? <laughs> synonym is the same word that sounds I don't know see no a synonym is like a word that means the same thing I guess we all went to college right you, you see, this <laughs> right. is why this is why college doesn't really do anything for you <laughs> I mean it does <laughs> I mean I guess it does but it's simple things like that English majors out there but <laughs> Quizlet anyway don't ever shut down Quizlet Quizlet is your best friend but in the government terms Claire was right the difference between effect and effect is that effect with the A is a verb meaning the, to influence something and then the effect is for something that was influenced the difference is yeah well it's an impact verb so wait say that again oh damn I, hold on never mind. <laughs> I'll just let you read it I feel like Yeah, I feel like effect is like emotion, and effect is something you did. Yeah, e with That's the e is something. Okay, look yeah. at me. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's just hard to kind of explain. Like I get, I know what it is, but it's just it's like read, red, and red. Right. Like imagine. So if I okay, so like, so if I slap the shit out you, I affected you. And you were affected by, by me my slapping slap. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <bad. laughs> yeah, that's an accurate statement. Yeah, like class, I came up with the answer first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all ever raise your hand in class? 
Yeah, I never nigga. did. I needed to know. You needed to know. Y'all was focused on your education like that? Yes. Oh. That's all I had, bro. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, that's the thing. They never wanted me to show off the knowledge. They just wanted the results, if that makes sense. I don't need to show you that I'm smart. It's just that when you see it in the piece of paper, it's like, okay, you're doing well. So it's like. My parents didn't care about the process. Yeah. The, with the end result. That's, how, that's what, what my mindset was in college because being an IT major, it's like, okay, right? Like, you don't need to be, not like you don't need to be smart, but like, your GPA doesn't necessarily matter. I've had like probably five or six interviews since I've been working. Not one person has asked me what school I went to. Not one person has asked me what my GPA was. And my GPA, I think I graduated with like a two something, like a two, three or two, four. But like, I still, you know, you know, the what, when we're in school, okay, well, C's get degrees and stuff like that. So, you said D's get degrees? There were some Wait, classes. What? Yeah, there's some classes at ODU you could pass with a D. Yeah, depending on the class. Depending on the class, yes. You could pass with a D. Nah, a D. You yeah. can't pass with no yeah. D. Yes, I can show C, you my transcript right now. I passed. My last semester, there was one class I didn't. Oh, yeah, wow. was it B, B and L? I don't know. I don't remember what class it was. Oh no, you, school. Like, mm-hmm. That that's one thing I realized is like one thing I almost started getting better. It was like in the memory process and like I feel like when I'm studying for something, I literally study to know it and then I dump it. And that's it. And then, then that's it. I pass it. I knew what I need to know and that's it. But I want to get better at retaining information. Yeah. Also, I want to speak better. Random, random thought. You I want what? I do, what? Like randomly every day since we've been in traffic forever. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't look forever to do that. But yeah. <laughs> I watch YouTube every day and I watch random videos, like a, like a random ten minute yeah. documentary. I watch Dave Ramsey a lot. His little financial tips and yeah. stuff like that. I watch him a lot. Just, just random stuff like I was, the other day I watched on like how Amazon works. Yeah. Or like just how Saudi Aramco works. Saudi Aramco. Yeah. I'm not aware. Oh, oil. oil. IPO I think the thing about school is like I don't think school should have the pressure of teaching you everything you should know there are some things like life experiences that you have to go through that you're not going to get taught in school like I mean it would be nice if school taught me about IPO well depending on your major they do but like it'd be nice if they taught you those kind of things but some things I feel like you have to go out there and learn and experience on your own but yeah yeah for sure that's why the internet is your best friend and it's the best friend so yeah, that was the random question of the week. Thank you all for tuning in to that. So I'm going to pass the piece of paper of our topics to Julian, and he's going to choose what we're going to dabble into next. Yeah, we've got some very good topics in here. And I think I, I think I know which ones that Julian should choose because we were talking about it in my room upstairs. And since he's a man who's currently in uh, – ooh, shout out all my Eagles fans, uh, random thought. Let's talk about it then. I think you're talking about paying for the first date. You're paying for the first date. Oh, yeah, well, I have to go. I'm not, I'm not gonna say like I have to go first, but I already I, know you're a fan. No, haven't heard from Jules. Oh, oh yeah, cause, yeah. Jules talk, yeah, because <laughs> you have been quiet all day. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You be in the coolie in the cut. I'm. Like this is. I've known Julian since what 2009 now. So 10 years. Like there's been times he'll come over. We're just looking at each other. Y'all, listen to. You said you know him since 09. Y'all listen to So Far Gone together. But go ahead. Go ahead, Jules. Yeah, but paying for the first date, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. Um, you don't have to go out of your way. You're saying a man paying for the date. Yeah, the man paying for the first date. Um in my experience, I've always paid for the first date. Uh, you just gotta stay within your limits. Like if you're talking to somebody for a while, and you guys been bonding, 
and you guys talked for a couple of months or whatever, um, I would say go for it. Take it or so somewhere within your limits, like Olive Garden, cheesecake, whatever you want to do. If you're really, cheesecake, if I've you're never really, been to if cheesecake. If you're really vibing with the person, we should go on a Wait, date. Seriously, <laughs> let's go on a date. All right, so <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to this on the podcast. The first time I go to the Cheesecake Factory is gonna be with you. All right, Pinky. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> all right. But um, if you're just starting to like, you just met a person recently at the library or whatever Walmart, and you guys just started talking for a week or something like that, maybe just take her to Starbucks or something like that. Coffee doesn't, it doesn't have it doesn't have to oh, be major. You don't have to go out of your way. And that's what I like to say. I mean, there are people that are, are against paying for their first date. They want to go have. He's looking me dead in the eye when he's saying. Yeah, this. I'm looking at you. <laughs> he's looking me dead in the eye when he's saying this. Like, <laughs> like I don't one. know how that goes. Like, do y'all talk about it beforehand or no. do you? just have a mutual agreement this is my mindset right i think i stated this before but i'm going to state it for the 88th time right i do not have a problem paying for dates right this is my thing i believe on the first date we should go somewhere like starbucks cold stone smoothie king something mm -hmm. cheap under ten dollars right mm -hmm. so we go there you pay for you you pay for you, i pay for me and this is my mindset right essentially a first date is like an interview mm -hmm. because more than likely if okay claire just returned if I, if I see Claire at Walmart, I approach Claire. Hey, Claire, I would like to take you on a date. Let's meet each other. Essentially, what I'm saying, what happens is that it's a, essentially a vetting process to see if we vibe or not, right? So if we do go to, let's say, Cheesecake Factory, and we both have our meal, during the date, she cannot like me or I cannot like her or we can both see that we, I, we shit, I'm fumbling. I, we can see that we don't vibe with each other, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, even though we're not vibing, I still have the responsibility of taking that checkup, right? So my standpoint is hold on, that. Hold on, let's be realistic. Mm -hmm. You're going to Starbucks. How much is no, that check going to be? Boy, boy, boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you gotta let me finish. In the in the instance in the instance I used, I said Cheesecake Factory. Oh, okay. My bad. So if we go to the Cheesecake Factory, and mind you, to bring up Starbucks, it's not about the money. It's mm -hmm. about the principle, right? Okay. Because maybe Claire can tell me something different, but like sometimes there's women out here. There's an article that came out that said like, oh women finessing men for there's like 30 percent women or 60 whatever the number was that yeah, women don't that pay happens. for their own dates right if that's what if that's your mo no problem do what mm -hmm. you have to do right but if the when the check comes even though that you deem that you don't like me or i don't fit your standard i still have the responsibility of taking the check even though i'm not going to see you again mm -hmm. right so my mindset is that okay well if i if we meet and we vibe and everything's good at starbucks the next time when we go to cheesecake factory and she hits me up again or i hit her up again and we want to go out for the second time i have absolutely no time playing uh, paying because now I know it's like maybe she's she's genuinely interested mm -hmm. and I know it's not wasting my time mm -hmm. but there is a, a route in where okay well I take her out and we don't vibe it's just okay well I don't like you I'm leaving this date well the food's already been ate I still have to pay and she holds no respo financial responsibility and I, the whole weight is on me so I just think that okay well we go somewhere very cheap Starbucks fill it out we just talk about general stuff have our cappuccino whatever the case may be we go our separate ways if we still like each other and we want to meet up for the second time then it's on me no problem okay <laughs> I mean I agree I think the first date should be something that's not crazy expensive because you don't know how it's going to go but I think for, in my opinion, like whoever asks the person out on the date needs to be paying for it. Like if I'm going to ask a man out, which like if that happens. Do you do that? Yes. Okay. If I'm going to ask. She said emphatically. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I'm asking you out. Like mm -hmm. so I'm taking you out on a date. If we're going to go to dinner at the Cheesecake Factory and I asked you out, then that means that I'm paying for our meals at the Cheesecake Factory. 
I also think that like that's why you don't typically go to an expensive place on the first date. If I if a man asks me out and he's like, let's go out on a date, and then he's like, I want to take you to the nicest steakhouse in town, then I'm like, okay, you chose this place, you asked me out, so you got the bill. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know. I've I've never been on a first date where I have a date. Oh, okay. Reason being is just because that's just the way my father raised me. Right. My dad has always told me, like, you know, whenever you have taken a woman out, you know, you take care of her. That's just what it is. Yeah, it gotta be done there. Yeah. So, like, and I, honestly, I would feel some type of way if, like, on the first date, girl be like nah I got it mm. like it, it, I just I can't imagine what that conversation would be like and I hope I never run into that because I'm okay with it further down the line let's say like we're dating now it's been like at that point it's cool right like mm-hmm. you know yeah. she's like nah I got it this time it's like alright let's, let's fine with me or I got the tip yeah Four. and that's so, so yeah like or the fake reach for the check <laughs> 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 no, but I feel like I feel like if you're in a relationship like there's an understanding too like usually beforehand sometimes it's like no you got a lot of time for you no, if we reach that point in the relationship, perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about the intro when I first meet you. That's all. But I'm only talking about the first. You're meeting. taking the risk. Yes. Both y'all are. But, you, so, but here's the thing: Are you like, what's your intention with you taking her out on the first date? To get to know you, to see if we vibe. Did you, you ask the, her on the date? The initial first time, yeah. Right. So well, you want to get to know me, so that's like your responsibility like you were the one who start who initiated this interaction yeah. mm-hmm. so it's your responsibility to take care of it and okay. that's the same the same goes for women mm-hmm. but even though i am the one who initiated the uh interaction you're still using your time to it's a feel out process because you wouldn't have said yes if you weren't interested also well, you could easily curve me you'll, you'll, you spend five bucks on your coworkers coffee, right? yeah but there's a, there's a vibe there no, you're not corporate you don't know yet <laughs> 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 you haven't been. You haven't been. You haven't been in the office place when you just gotta get out, make that Starbucks walk with your man's. It's like, bro, listen, listen you're trying to take a walk real quick. Like, let's go. On the just go. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be formal either for the first date. Like, if you're just going to Walmart or something, you'd be like, hey, come with me real quick. Yeah. I mean, it's just looking to walk on it. Like, if you're just chilling and going to Walmart, it's like, it's going. It's more of a relaxing. Like me, I'm not big on coffee. Like I'll drink it. I'm, I'm not big on Yeah, no, it dumb. makes no sense. And I don't get why still do that. Classic. You see it on TV. It's how it, like, it doesn't work. Are you talking from? Well, you used to work in the movies. You tell me. I've never done that. <laughs> it's different. Well, if you're you would think you like... would do it because you're getting it for free. So I don't know. Your expenses <laughs> would be the lowest. You get free popcorn, free entry. <laughs> I did take one girl out to the movies, and that's what I'm saying. Like it didn't work. That was the last time I talked to her. All right. Well, Shout you can't just girl. do a movie. If you're gonna do a movie, it needs to be like movie and dinner. And people do that so that you have something to talk about at dinner. Great Falls. You know what I mean? Like, that's, those are nice dates. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you can get to know the person. Or better, yeah. I like corny dates. You want, I, 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 like, 
I need a Jones like, yo, you want to go to Taco Bell? And she's straight. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with Taco Bell? Y'all like Taco Bell? Everybody likes Taco Bell? I love myself, so no. Oh, oh sorry? <laughs> you only eat the finest? It's not that I eat the finest, but Taco Bell, like, grade D, my brother. Yeah. Oh, okay, so what? what's your grade A fast food? I'm not saying grade A, but, like. You said grade D. You talking, like. <sighs> okay, I'll be real with you. I ain't going to hold you, bro. Sweet Green. Shout out Sweet Green. That's my what's favorite spot. I've never been there. What? Uh, what is that? Is that a market yeah. No, it's, nah. there's one in nah. Maryfield, there's one in Crystal City, and there's one in Tyson's. Yes, sir. Uh, I love salads. That's my favorite food. It's like Chipotle. Yeah. If I can only eat three things, I would eat Chick-fil-A, Sweet Green, and ramen. That would be my three things. I'm kind of ramen heavy, but it's ramen pizza. I've been hearing God. about this faux wave. I've yeah, never, really, I've never, I've never been on it. You never been to a faux place? Nah, fa. fa excuse yeah. me. Yeah, fa. Hey, thank you for the G check. Thank you for the G check. Thank you for the G check. Fa. Uh, Everyone. Every single chat. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Everybody has fa. Yeah. So you still didn't say we'll, your great A fast food. We'll hit a fa spot one day. Okay. But uh, it can be this week. What do you mean one day? Oh, all right, bet. Um, I mean honestly, bro, you talking about. Taco Bell, like, let's be real. McDonald's is above Taco Bell. All right, hey, somebody cut his mic, bro. <laughs> somebody cut this man. So, are you serious? <laughs> no. McDonald's has been with you through the toughest of times. Facts. Don't front like yes. McDonald's wasn't grade A at one point in your life. Yes, because my pay was grade grade O. Like, okay, Mr. Corporate five dollar <laughs> coffee, but you still going to Taco Bell? <laughs> yes. Come on, son. You, Make it said. make sense. Hey. That's how you stay up. What you mean? I'm, I'm not just. So you spend five dollar coffees and eat two dollars. I don't food? eat. I don't drink coffee. I only make the move, and that's the thing. I don't drink. I I probably spent a hundred dollars on Starbucks in my life, but I only make that move just because I can get out the office, and it's like you call you vibe with your coworker, and it's like okay, some of the drinks at Starbucks is straight. Like I know that aside refresher, that's my go to because I, I don't drink none of that little. I do like the little uh, apple juice drink. Stuff, yeah, their fall stuff is cool. So I just, you know, what I'm saying, brother. I just, I just want to see you live a long, prosperous life. Yeah, I can do that. At Taco you know, you know Taco, Taco Bell came out with the. They're the most healthy, one of the most yeah, healthiest fast food I, places. I Thank you, Julian. Yeah. Don't. Who did the research? You think it's still dog meat? Most expensive Thanks, restaurants. Not dog meat, but bro. It's Taco Bell. Don't play me. <laughs> Y'all know that shit ain't grade A. Um. I mean, th these other people were being rude and talking over Muhammad. I'm sorry. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. Go ahead. <laughs> Mm. See me being like a food I'm a foodie But literally I can show you on my phone I have a list of 50 places Of food places That I'm gonna go to Right So no, we should we should See bro, Let's come out with a YouTube channel You and I We should go eat Bro I have a whole highlight On my Instagram It's like Just full of food spots But yeah but see you, you, I don't know if you're more Addicted to food than I am Like no. I crush You know that Um, <laughs> The most expensive restaurant I've been to I haven't been to No fancy swanty There's this place in Ashford I wanna go to DC Prime They have like like nice ass steaks so I know like There's a tomahawk steak I want to try It's probably like A hundred dollars So I might try that But like probably I haven't Like for my own self As bad as it sounds Probably like Texas Day Brazil I haven't really Like a fifty dollar meal For myself I haven't really been To that fancy Fancy restaurants Like I know this DC Like since I like, I like bang for your buck That's why I like Taco yeah. Bell Right so, like, for me, when I go out there, I like sushi. When I go to eat sushi, I necessarily don't like going to it unless it's a buffet. But, like, even though it's a buffet, you would think the quality goes down, but not necessarily. There's some high-quality sushi buffets. But, like, if you go to D.C. and you go to the Fanti, like, I was on Otto Porter's Instagram the other day. He took this girl out to some nice D.C. sushi place. I'm looking at the prices. They're paying, like, for the like, the sushi by pieces. I'm not, I, I, want, I want to pay, like, $30 for the whole thing, and I can get wherever I want. You see what I'm saying? But, yeah, I haven't really been to fancy restaurants like that. 
But yeah, I think what were we really talking? Well, yeah, we're talking about paying for the first date. That's that's what we were talking yeah. about. Yeah, no, and Julian brought up a good point. Like she takes care of the tip. All right, but see, like I, I, you know why I like that? I like the gesture. I guess yeah. I would say, but I, I, I don't think I this feel is, like I'm paying first, for the whole thing. I, I'm prepared date. to. Yeah. It's not the first date. This is like your interior relationship. Oh, okay, yeah. then yeah. I mean, I don't even think you got it. You get, the, I get the next one, or it's vice versa. It's kind of like we're a team. Like, all right, you trying to help me out? Okay, I mm-hmm. see. Like, I like that. So, do you want a help out, or you want the whole thing? I feel like okay, if we go out to eat, I'll pay for this place, and then when we go out to eat next time, you pay for the joint. Like, I don't think it's a conversation that you have. Yeah, I think it's just done on your own accord. Oh, he's about to sum me. Go ahead. AB. <laughs> Thank you, Muhammad. Bro, AB. The respect in this room right now is beautiful. You just got in that bag this week, didn't you? How long, how, you just got in that bag this week. How long have you been going by AB? Bro, don't play me like that. How long have you been going by AB? Bro, ask anybody from the AUC my name. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know Alan is, but most of my friends call me AB. Okay, so your name is AB. Let me lift up your shirt. Let me see them abs. <laughs> Where they at? Yo, check me in like eight weeks, though. My sister got me on this mean ass diet. I'm starving, though. I ain't going to hold you. Oh, you fasting? Fuck no. Oh, okay. What are you doing? She got me eating like uh <laughs> she got me eating like grilled chicken asparagus oh, yeah. uh qu- queen quinoa quinoa quinoa, quinoa, on, quinoa. see i should definitely cut your mic you're sitting here talking about taco bell you can't even pronounce the healthy foods right it's quinoa <laughs> and see that's how i know you're not a real food person because if you were a food person you would know it's called quinoa bro i like, swim so i'd be eating like i want to i ain't even gonna hold that you. gut doesn't tell me you swim you want to compare stomachs, bro? You know, see that's Kojo, bro. You know, every, you, see, can't, this, you, can't you, you can't. I've been fat since day one. Since, since I'm not gonna lie, bro. You made some incredible strides, though. Yeah, if everybody who's known me know I've been fat since day one. So it's not nothing new to me. If you try to come at me with a fat joke, but I'm all ears. I like you laughing at them. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> so I might add something to my arsenal while I'm frying somebody else. Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm come back to you on that when we go have our fa 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 day fa. Well, you, I think line. you were gonna go into a good point. What were you saying? Um, shit. Oh yeah, no. See. Yeah. So what I was gonna say was okay. So going back to this point of like who's paying for the first date. So um, Claire and I was having a conversation, and we were just saying um, I had like read this article. Somebody had put this article on social media the other day, and it was talking about how um, women had like they had done a poll, and women were saying that a lot of men are economically challenged um, <laughs> or unavailable or something to that extent. Pretty much saying that. Guys are too broke these days, mm. or their financial situation is like a hindrance in a woman approaching them. So I guess the point <laughs> I was trying to make was, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, repeat. I didn't. I don't think I followed that statement. Please repeat. A woman's pretty much if a woman's making more bread than you, or if you don't make enough money, then uh, make enough money for that woman, mm-hmm. then you are quote unquote ineligible. It ain't got nothing to do with your character, how you are as a person, how you treat her. You know what I'm saying? So I, I want something. my girl to make more money than me. Why? I want her to. What, what Why? Do you mean? Why? What does that do for you? Nothing. I get to take, get taken care of. <laughs> so you, so you don't mind your woman. Take, I don't care okay. if you. you All right, cool. If I make I fifty thousand. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misread you. I thought you said that no. you wanted to make more than her. I'm no. sorry. If I make fifty thousand and she's making one hundred fifty, hell yes. Okay, bet. Yeah, I have and that's what I was no saying. Problem with that. that but to the point of, but to the point of the first date, I'm saying. Once again, valid to, to the point that you know, like if I ask you, I'm still gonna pay for the first date. Mm-hmm. But like, you know. If you over here making like let's say two hundred thousand dollars a year and I'm making like let's say ninety five to a hundred, obviously your standards might be different than mine on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. So where I might be at Taco Bell, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? She might be at Nobu for lunch Nobu. or behind. Ben Nobu, Nobu, that's her. Nobu, that's her go to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know what's funny when you really talk about this first date stuff. How much are we really talking about? Sixty dollars. 
Talking, but I'm gonna Jen- keep it hundred with you. First days, I find shit that you really don't have to pay for. Like, there's so many days that you can go on that you don't have to pay for shit. Exactly. You can go to the national mall and go. Well, not pay for shit, but like, let's say this: you go to the national mall, you can go to Walmart, get you a bottle of wine for like five, six dollars. Get you some you know flaming hot Cheetos. Get, get a fucking, <laughs> get a fucking blanket and sit down and be like, You're so what you trying to, so what you no, trying to do? Okay, he did blanket sit under the stars. <laughs> no. no. The, the, the national mall. Great Falls. Bro, there's so many things you can do for free. For free. Yeah. You don't okay, have to pay. So yeah. when you want to fill somebody out, I necessarily don't have to make a, a financial okay. investment uh, in okay. you. Okay, then I have to change my stance on that. Yeah, you're right. So, you know what I'm saying? But, but like I said. Oh, if you go to a fast casual restaurant, yeah, probably like 40, 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a little bit you got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think like that's the point. Like you ask somebody out, so you get to plan it. If you decide how much money you want to spend on the person, Mm. if you don't want to spend any money on them, then you can make that work. If you want to spend $200. Like, why are you asking them out if you're not wanting to spend money? Because you're not sure how you feel. That's my point. Because it could be a waste of my time and my money. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can see someone be like, wow, she's beautiful. And then you go up to ask her out and she's like, yeah, sure. And you go sit down on a date with her and you have to spend 50 bucks on her. But I'm not doing it right then. Well, okay, well, so there's that. there, that's the context <laughs> that comes into play because I if I meet you on Tuesday, realistically, okay, well, no, you're right. But, okay, but see, let me let me pause you right there because even through the text, I can, come on, bro, text is just words. And text can be read in tones and things, like, I could text you something and you could read it and interpret it a different way than what's meant to be said. So right. you don't know until I feel you out in person because my only interaction with you is me seeing you in the cereal aisle at Walmart. I get your number, where the case may be. We're texting from here till Friday to plan the date. Then Friday we go over to where we're going to, right? Yeah, but even with that, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, if the text... Like, she could be dull as shit in person, mm-hmm. but if the text, if there's, like, a positive trend in it, mm-hmm. you're at least going to make that investment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, the quote-unquote risk in it. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, like, if, if things are going well, it's like, I'm not going to cut that off because of the pot. I mean, shit, you could date her for three years and then find out some crazy shit and be like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a risk you got to take. So, speaking of dating for three years, this is also, like, a random question I had for you guys that I saw, right? So, let's say you, you are with in a relationship with somebody, right? And that person happens to get disabled within that relationship. Are you the type of person to stay? Why or why not? Like she becomes a paraplegic, you, he or she becomes a paraplegic, or some, it's just something happens to her or her, or he. That's a tough question, bro. If I love her, mm-hmm. no matter what. No. How do you guys feel? I, I feel Julian. like all the girls are listening. Like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah. You would you understand if that person wanted to leave? I mean, I don't know if I'd understand it. Like, I, I, I get it. I don't know if I'd understand it. If that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. It's like I feel you, but I don't feel you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe this is not what I thought it was, but it's just one of those things that over time you just have to accept. Yeah. Julian. And then always shout out accept and not accept. <laughs> there we go. Oh, wait, hold on. Accept? We, we talked about Except, the hell is the word? There you go, homophones. No, but we'll uh, accept and oh, oh, everything except and I accepted the card from you. Okay, yeah, 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 those two. Okay, 
homophones. See, this is why we gotta do our research. There but you affected <laughs> <laughs> her by leaving her because she was a paraplegic, <laughs> and she was affected by that because she wanted you to stay. Affected emotionally. Yeah. Look at this. But Jules, what you gotta say? I don't like how you've been so quiet, bro. I need you to speak. <laughs> I mean, I'm a listener. I like. Not very know how I am, but yeah, last night. Last night. That's <laughs> what's that? Yeah. That Timbaland song. <laughs> that's Jules. That's Jules right there. Oh, okay. You got your alter ego. He's Clark Kent. He's Clark Kent. When the look gets him, he just takes off his shirt. He's like, Yo, bro, this what you gotta do. But go ahead. But I feel the same way. I mean, clearly you're in a relationship for three years, so I'm assuming that you love your other significant other. Yeah. So I don't feel like there's a reason to leave. To leave. It's gonna be hard, mm-hmm. depending on what the circumstances are. But you just gotta stick in there and remain humble and just be with the person. I saw an article. The reason I bring this up because I saw an article on Facebook about how some guy left his girl, but because I think he left his girl because she was like. Uh, paralyzed from the waist down but then she met up with a physical personal physical therapist and then they built a rapport i'm coming to you for therapy and they began a relationship and he actually rehabbed her to able to be walk again so it was like okay well what happened to the initial dude they're like okay well you left because of this issue but now she's able to walk again and you probably feel stupid because you left a good woman but you see what i'm saying that was a coward move coward move okay I'm looking at Claire. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think it's yeah. I agree. Like, if you truly love someone, then that shouldn't be the reason why you leave. They're your partner. They're your family, and you wouldn't like leave a family member hanging if you actually love somebody. I mean, I guess that's kind of the question. You would leave if you weren't actually in love with them. Mm-hmm. But then I think like, it, it's not saying that if things get tough down the road for a different reason that you wouldn't that you can't leave. Like, if that accident turns them into somebody who's like insufferable or who you didn't agree to be with then like that's different but leaving somebody specifically because they're paralyzed or whatever or disabled then that's not i don't i feel like then you never really loved them i like oh okay all right then we're moving just right along no did we get a b no we are yeah i don't know the a b speak uh-huh Go ahead, bro. What you got? I mean, I'm completely honest with you. I don't know. Like, I I respect that. I really don't. Like, I'm the type of person would like to think you would stay. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 like experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's easy to say what you will do, what you won't do until like until it happens. Because like, yeah, like I mean, there's been. I feel like everybody has a situation in life where it was like, you know, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Like, um, I got hemmed up in school. You know what I'm saying? And uh, for the people who don't know what hemmed up means, please explain. Like I got robbed okay. when I was in school, and so, um, like it happened or whatever, and you know, like they sent out like the email to everybody, like, "Yo, student just got robbed." At, ah, 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 all that bullshit. So you were that one student, right? No, I was one of multiple. Okay, so were you embarrassed by that? No, because it- the fuck is there to be embarrassed about, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, bro, that's the thing. Like, nigga, you have cold steel at the back of your neck. Yeah. And nigga pulled a hammer back on that shit. Like, yeah. I did that. I started praying. Yeah, like, because yeah. I thought I was about to die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's nothing to be embarrassed about. But I bring that shit up to say, back to the point of, like, the whole experience. Like, you know, people find out. Like, because they sent out the email. They don't tell nobody whose name it was. Yeah. And then, like, of course, like, my friends are like, yo, like, damn, that was AB, whatever. whatever uh, uh, uh. And 
Niggas start finding out, so like they coming up to me and be like, yo, I heard what happened, da da da. Shit, if that was me, I would have fucking hit him with a juke move. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> and like I said, like everybody still think yeah, they had that football yeah, like player. My nigga, like, like it's mad easy for you to say that until you're in that situation. Like I told him, I'm like, bro, so you mean to tell me even if he was about to hit that juke move, you gonna run the risk of getting shot, killed, paralyzed? Like we're talking about paraplegic. Yeah. Over an iPhone, my nigga? Yeah, you can have that. Yeah, fuck out of here. That's why yeah. I said, I was like, yo, y'all got it. Like, yeah. take the shit. You want my wallet too? Yeah, like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, so it's not that deep. So to the point of like, would I leave? I can't honestly sit here and say. Now, I wouldn't, I would like to think that I wouldn't mm-hmm. um, if it was just because for whatever instance they had um, suffered some major injury. Uh, but it's not like the injury is the only thing that you have to deal with because like, with that injury comes like life altering circumstances, whether it be, you know what I'm saying, going to rehab like multiple times a week or having to go to the hospital, Definitely. X, Y, and Z. And you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so the life that y'all once thought y'all were going to have it's is no longer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot different. And you have to ask yourself the question of, okay, am I going to sacrifice my life that I want to have? You know what I'm saying? Um, for these circumstances and like i like if we're married and shit like that's a different situation like if we're dating and like y'all said three years like i get that but let's be real niggas people be in relationships for six seven eight ten years and have fallouts for a lot less shit yeah you know what i'm saying it don't have to always be something super traumatic yeah you know what i'm saying so i don't know me personally like i said i would like to think that i wouldn't but i feel like it would really be based on the situation and the woman that i'm with and what she provides me like if I really feel like I'm growing like at an exponential rate with her, like she's mm-hmm. bringing me to new heights, because my happiness isn't gonna be rooted in her. Like right. my happiness is rooted in myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with or without her, I'm a be alright. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> I don't. I don't say that. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't say that. No, I don't say that to be like cold-hearted. But you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like. It's like, am I going to? Because and then, like I said, so going back to the point of like going to all these rehabs and things like that. Is that going to take away from your happiness? And that's why I said, depending on the person that it is, if I feel like I'm gaining more than I'm losing, then I'm going to stay. Yeah. But if I feel like I'm losing more than I'm gaining, mm-hmm. I'm out. So you're saying you can basically fall out of love like through the process. I'm not saying fall out of love, but at the same time, I'm not going to short somebody. And I'm not like, because at the end of the day, it's like, okay, yeah, you're with that person. But what good is it if I'm miserable with that person? Yeah. Because you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, yeah, you get shot and you might be a paraplegic or whatever. God forbid. I wouldn't knock on wood yeah um you know what i'm saying and like it's like the initial shock like you know what i'm saying like fuck and it's you got like the first couple weeks and you get the first month first year move on to the second year third year and let's say like you know what i'm saying like this happened like while you still in your 20s yeah my nigga you still got 40, 40. years of life what you mean 40 40 50 60 whatever you know what i'm saying like so it's like you know and that's what i'm saying like there's a lot of things that might change there might be things that you wanted to do in your life with your partner that you can no longer do because of their circumstance mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and like i said i'm not trying to say this coming from a selfish standpoint but i mean when you having an honest conversation with yourself i feel like you have to at least address it like you am know i so happy in the situation yeah. yeah yeah i like that answer because it's like it's very honest yeah. it's like because like i said i would like to tell you yeah i'm gonna stay but i don't know how i'm gonna feel when okay well i'm going to rehab every day i have to be there emotionally for you all the time and things of that nature so i, I respect ab for going on with his his insight but yeah speaking of insight um another thing that we wanted to talk about was that was brought up by my barber that i think will be a good topic was that what constitutes you as being grown i assume we're all 90s babies here shout home yeah y'all know how i feel about that what were you born claire (laughs) 
you know how I feel. if you're born after '93, you're not a '90s baby. I'm sorry. Like that's just I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna keep saying that. But like, what constitutes what age? I don't think you're grown at a certain age. And I think it might be a maturity level or like I don't know. That's kind of why I'm breaching the question. What constitutes you being grown? At what age or what level or what experiences make you like okay, I'm I'm a man or I'm a grown woman or whatever the case may be. What? How do you guys feel about that? Yes. Right? And not everyone at that age is grown. Mature. Like to me, I don't think grown comes from like a, a standpoint of finances mm-hmm. or school. I think it's more of the maturity, um, how you value relationships, how you reflect on relationships, um, in all aspects, not just like you know, man and woman, yeah. Go to class, yeah. yeah. You, know? so you remember like, the wall at Battlefield? The black wall. <laughs> the black wall. Yeah. Just <laughs> so it's just like, you know, like those are my dogs, you know, like forever. And when I see them, I still dap them up. It's all love. But it's like after high school and after college, where it's like, all right, there's certain people that stick around. Those are the relationships that you value for whatever reason it is. Um, so I think it's just, the, you know, being able to build on that, um, being able to build on. Mm-hmm. Um, that type of thing. I think that's what constitutes how you're able to handle different situations, what constitutes if you're grown or not. Because there's people like me, like, I, I, started, or I started college in 2011, the same year. I mean, obviously, yeah. I graduated in 2011. So it's like, typically, I mean, all my friends graduated in 2015. Yeah. So <laughs> not, me. not me. We just had the party this year. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I just graduated this past May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've, it's not like okay now I'm grown just because I graduated. Yeah. I knew I was been grown because yeah. of the way I handled different situations. Do you think you're grown now? Like at 26, do you think like you're a fully warped Muhammad? Like are you fully evolved? And I like, mean, I still have a lot of maturity. Hell yes. Oh, not not like not, not like I'm a No, not like not like him. But I'm like I agree with that. Like yes, I even me myself. Like I think I'm I I've gotten more mature and I think I'm mature about certain situations. But like I I can improve every day. Like everybody tells me I curse a lot, so I'm trying to work on that. Like I, there's a bunch of things I can mature about, things I can do better. But like yeah, I don't think I'm even that. It's like you see the memes all the time too. Is like from was it 18 to 20, I'm 26 now. 18 to 26, like. The, the eight years of the evolution so like essentially it's ever since you've been out of high school so it's like I don't think I'm I don't think I'm grown because it's like I still like even one of my friends was t- not one of my friends I still think to myself like even though I am grown I'm like okay I pay my loans I pay rent and stuff like that like I still have the luxury of living I don't live 100% on my own like my parents pay the, I mean I pay rent and I give my portion but like there's still numerous bills like things that they have to take care of for the house that I don't necessarily contribute to right so like maybe until like I get my own spot and I'm literally paying for every, every absolute thing on my own because even now like I buy my own food but I still you know what I'm saying double and double and the fruits and stuff like that. I don't. There's things I don't have to pay for. There's things that I don't have to do. But, see, and that's why I don't. And this is why I don't think that constitutes being grown. Yeah. Because, like, and you could, you know, you could test to this. Being like from our culture, from African culture, family is huge, right? Mm-hmm. It's like we stick together until, like, especially in Sudan, which is where I'm from. 
stay together until like you're ready to get married. Bro, and when you're African, you're never grown. Yeah. Let, let me just say that right now. <laughs> Bro, you can be 50 years old and your mom will still walk in a room and sun you. Like, there is no grown. There is no grown. <laughs> So you can't move out right now. I mean, technically you could. Technically I could. But like, but it's gonna be beef. Like, yeah, my parents are like, why are you, why are you leaving? Yeah. You know, because it's just like this is not how our family operates. Mm -hmm. We all stick together until you're ready to, you know, move on. Like I said, it doesn't constitute finances don't constitute growing. Yeah, it doesn't. I was like, y'all know, I was working at the bank at my first year in Nova. You know, I was making like forty k. You know, and a lot of people like you're making that out of college. Yeah. Forty fifty k. Yeah. That didn't, to me, that didn't mean I was like, I was grown. Yeah. It just meant like, okay, like I you make money. Start. Yeah. That's all it, that's all it was. Mm -hmm. But it's not a head start to anything other than helping out my family and helping out my future. Facts. That's all it was. I personally think that, um, grownness is kind of like defined by emotional intelligence mm. because I think that obviously like finances people rely on their parents. I'm not, I'm not even gonna cap, like I rely on my parents for stuff still. But I think that grownness is like defined by emotional intelligence because emotional intelligence requires you, one, being able to articulate your emotions and voice them to people, and two, being able to understand other people's emotions, which is what creates relationships, which is what Muhammad was saying at first about like your relationships kind of defining if you're grown or not. Because I think like you can be fully financially independent and like on your own and doing your own thing. But if you can't articulate your emotions to me or understand what I'm going through when I'm trying to articulate my emotions to you, then I'm not going to see you as grown or as a partner who is mature enough to be in a real relationship. And I think also like emotional intelligence means being able to understand when emotions need to be taken out of things. And if you can't understand that, then you're not grown. You know what I mean? Hopefully that was your last one. <laughs> I put up on the spot, my bad. Is that a pride issue? So when when can you bend the knee? Give me a few minutes. All right. Let me touch on that. So I've been in a relationship for three years, going on four, and I do feel like that was like the hardest part of the relationship. Somewhat is like to know when you lost the battle or something like that. <laughs> bend the knee. To, like like you step away for like five minutes, ten minutes, collect your thoughts. You're just like, dang, like. I really was tripping. <laughs> like sometimes I just need that that time yeah. to do it, that's, that's but it's it's really easier said than done to just. So when you find out that, that you are yeah. tripping, do you come back and tell the person that yo I tweaked? It was my fault. I should never said that. Or you just like or what's I mean, it? before like in the earlier days, I was like I'm I was, I'm pride. I was like, nah, I ain't meant nothing wrong. I was there. Like, I'm done with this. Nah, fuck that. 
He wasn't holding yeah. him accountable. But, but yeah, just way easier said than done, man. I mean, but I think like that's how you know you're grown, right? Like as yeah. a kid or mm-hmm. whatever, when you're young in relationships, you have all these like mm-hmm. inappropriate emotional reactions to shit, and then you're just like, well, I'm not gonna apologize because that was that. But like you, you grow up and you realize like, damn, I fucked up. Like let me tell, let me tell you, or like you don't even have that reaction because you know, like you've learned how to articulate your emotions in a. I don't mind way. telling people like, uh, like t- for me like. I don't really get I, as y'all can tell like I'm very like open with how I talk and things I say like so like I don't have if, if me and Julian get into an argument and then we're arguing and then like a week later I'm like yo Julian you know what? I was wrong I tweaked it was it was hundred percent my fault or even in the relationship I don't have I don't have any problem admitting my fault like because at the end of the day nobody's perfect and I know like. I probably say some wild stuff. If you, even like even doing podcasting, like some of the things I listen to, I'm like, damn, like, <laughs> like <laughs> I be saying anything when, when I do it. That's why I'm trying to get better at it. But like, yeah, like admitting my fault. I mean, sometimes I won't bend the knee, but it's, to me, I don't, I don't see it as a pride issue because it's like I don't have the like I said, I don't have a problem admitting when I'm wrong. But like, I think that I don't know. I had a good point, but once again, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. But yeah, I mean. Well, yeah, where's AB at? AB's cooling right now. <laughs> um, what was the question? What What constitutes you being grown? Hold on, before you, all right. So, you asked what's the question. Were you not paying attention just now? I was. I kind of. I kind of. I kind of. I kind of. But not even that. I kind of zoned out because I was just like thinking or whatever. You're taking but, it in. Yeah, but I mean, to be completely honest with you, so like. I don't know, honestly. Like, I try not to, like, I try, like, you got to think about it, bro. We live in a world now, especially, like, with social media. Because, um, like, I found myself in, like, points where I had to, like, delete my shit. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, you look at shit and, like, you can even, you can acknowledge something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ever read the shit where it's, like, you know, like, social media leads to depression because it's a subconscious comparison of you to other people and your success in comparison to theirs and shit. And you might know that shit, know, like, you know what I'm saying, knowingly know that. Um, yet you still kind of like, it still like kind of eats away at you like slowly or whatever. So I don't know, like me personally, um, when it comes to being grown, I mean, to Claire's point, I think the biggest aspect in my opinion is like, just really like the emotional intelligence. Um, because like, let's be real, bro. Like shit, Donald Trump got money. That don't mean shit. Like, I don't consider him grown from a yeah. mental aspect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because his emotional intelligence is so damn low. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't understand. Like, he, I, like you know, and not just him, but, like, you know, people in society, like, it's understanding the words that you say and how they affect people. Because, like, there's that whole thing where, like, I hate when people be like, oh, that's my, like, you say something, dis- uh, something disrespectful, and you be like, oh, that's my man. So, like, it's, okay. it's cool. But, like, I don't know, me personally, if you're my man's, I'm gonna make sure I go out of my way to make sure I don't offend you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna lift you up. I don't, I don't like. I understand like competition like <laughs> very well, but me taking a shot at you really ain't got nothing to do with competition. That's more so of a like a like subconscious a, like diss. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you trying to play me on the low type shit. So I mean, to answer the question, what it means to be grown, I think it varies from person to person. Um, Are you grown? Am I grown emotionally? I would I would like to think so. I'll be twenty five and at midnight, gang. Yeah. What you mean coming up? It's damn near here. <laughs> are you older than me? I'm older than you. Oh, you are twenty. When your birthday? October fifth. 
Hey, it's my cousin's birthday. You're 92? Damn, you're not even. Uh, so he's more of a 90s baby than you, yeah. Mr. 90s mm-hmm. baby yeah. himself? Yeah. It's over. Pushing 30. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because I just I remember it's finally turning 21. Like, you thought you were old then, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, because growing up, that number is set in your head. Like, I'm grown. Yeah, like 21 is the age. I'm mm-hmm. like, like you said earlier, like, I don't drink anything, but it's just like once you feel like, you know, you turn 21, you can do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Personally, drinking was not as fun once I turned 21. Yeah, because you already been doing it. Yeah. But I didn't really start drinking like that until I went to school. Like, Shit, even, boy, I was used to drink the mad dogs mad dogs. hell no <laughs> I was out here drinking Keystone Light though I ain't even going to run <laughs> what got y'all to drinking peer pressure influences people I was surrounding myself with all yeah. of the above I, mean, I, 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 get, I, get, I get that a lot of people ask me like why don't you drink so I want to know what do, do you think people are bothered about the fact you don't drink There's, there has been people I don't care I mean I would like you to but like, I mean it is what it is <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, peer pressured this nigga one time. <laughs> in Vegas, I hand you the the drink. You just tasted it. Oh, you didn't drink it? Hell no. Mm. How many times I did that trick? Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. Well, he, he poured it over his back. <laughs> so, you can't take a I sip. My, I had my boy RJ pick me up against the wall once. Try. He's gonna drink this shit. Yeah. Like, no, so, will you never ever drink? Nah, I, his smell bothers me so much. Mm. You don't drink wine either? No. I like that. Respect. I like that. Like I said, I still have just as much fun. I'll go out with my boys. Like, come on. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, he still turned up. <laughs> Cranberry juice on deck. Let's go. Yeah. It's actually lit, bro, because at least somebody, there's one responsible driver every yeah, time always you go out. Yeah. D. So he yeah. plays his position. Yeah, that's I mean, dope. I don't know if I'm responsible because I be, I be getting sleepy. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll run that risk before I let a drunk nigga get behind the wheel. Yeah. Damn. Have you ever had to stop somebody from drinking and driving? Yes. How do you do that? Take their keys. I'll knock you out. I'll knock you out. I have no problem with doing that. Like, if you're if you're <laughs> fucked up to the point where you can't drive, you ain't knocking me out. I promise you that. And it's not even saying like I'm out to sit here and like I'm Floyd Mayweather on some shit. Mm-hmm. But your reflexes aren't gonna be as fast as mine because I'm like if I'm really inebriated, mm-hmm. my first concern probably ain't gonna be to try to stop you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not that I don't care, but it's like. Obviously, you're wavy right now. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, but if I'm coherent and you're trying to just pull off, I'll be like, hey, I can see your keys right quick. Mm-hmm. Like on some cool shit. And he'll be like, yeah, man. And then if you don't, I'm going to just finesse them joints off you. Yeah. Because you fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Y'all have friends where you can, that you fuck with, you can hang out with, but you just can't go out with because when they drink. No, I feel Claire. like all my friends can hold their liquor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all my friends can hold their liquor. That was liquor. a joke. But um, yeah, I, I find that interesting. Uh, it's always interesting to me, like you know how like different things affect different people. It's like me and Julian could drink the same beer, but Julian would be wavy, and I'm just like, bro, what's wrong with you, man? Like, how how does like I, hold on? Are you calling me a lightweight? I'm not calling. I'm using you for sake of example because you're the first person I looked at. I'm mm. not a lightweight. Mm, okay. So do you? Okay. What's that, that mean? Stand for? I'll drink you. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that was a body shot right there. But yeah. So this is gonna be our last topic. We gotta make this kind of quick. And 
we're uh, like an hour and 42 minutes in. So we're going to cap it within three minutes. So you guys have two and a half minutes to get your thoughts off. Deleting pictures of your exes or your friends after the relationship with them dissolves. Everybody go. Somebody just talk. If the relationship's over, what the hell are you keeping the pictures for? You delete them all. Yeah. Even after five years. Okay, if it's over, what am I keeping them for? You gonna keep your second place trophies? <laughs> no, and that's not a diss to any woman I've ever. That's not a that's not a diss to any woman I've ever. That's not a diss to any woman I've ever been with. Every woman I've ever been with is of the highest quality because at one point I considered them my equal. Mm. All I'm saying is, if oh, so I'm you, trying to, so you elevated over them now. No, all I'm saying is, if I'm moving forward, if we've obviously mutually decided to move forward, mm-hmm. why am I holding on to that? Can't you be good? That's not, that's not healthy. For what? Why am I holding on to those photos? Hey, can't you be in your iCloud? For what? Would you be consi- Would you be comfortable with your girl keeping all pictures of her exes in her iCloud? Yeah, pass clear the mic. You're right. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Claire. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I don't. I don't go through and delete pictures, but that's just because I don't go through pictures like that. Every time I get a new phone, most of the pictures are taken off, and it's like you start you from scratch. Say, you don't keep your iCloud, like. Okay. Well, <laughs> most most of the time. But I think, like, if we're talking about on Instagram or on social media, yeah, that shit's gone because, like, we don't need to be portraying, like, everything's still cool there. Mm. But I think that, like, photos, eventually, like, they're going to come off. I don't care enough about them to save them, but I don't know that I necessarily care enough about them to sit down and go through my laptop and be like, right, this needs to be deleted, this mm. needs to be deleted, because I just don't care. Unless it's, like, this is done and I need to forget about you, then it's, like, cool. Like, all that shit is wiped. But... Yeah. If if it's just like this is over and the if the pictures go cool if not then I'm not gonna be like looking at them reminiscing ever again. Oh. Mo Julian, how y'all feel? Those pictures are gone. <laughs> Sus, I, I'm done with you. They Say gone. less. I mean, off the gram, the off your personal them? everything. Yeah, what's the point? I yeah. mean, that's an argument waiting to happen. Okay, for the next person. Yeah. Mo, how about you? Mo has pictures from like 2000. I know he does. <laughs> <laughs> my arsenal is crazy. Boy. We need to take more pictures. I, don't, I think we only have uh, one he'll, picture. He'll get a clip on you. Honestly, like. I'll, I'll Muhammad, you're I'll, deflecting. I'll send it to the group. There's some pictures like right now, like I've been out of my relationship for a few months now, that I haven't deleted to be honest with you, because I don't know, those are just memories to me. You know, it's just like it's. AB look like you got something to say. <laughs> I was trying I to cut it. Just, like, like I'm not saying like I sit here and I play some sad music and I start. With the I'm music. just saying you can do <laughs> bad. Like Listening to Jaded. You were someone. <laughs> that's that's my that's my joint. I, that's my Mm-hmm. 
close because I know how I feel in that situation. But for the time being, like you still got them. Yeah, that was, that was something very important to me. Just, all right, AB, last topic. I mean, last, last point. Last point I just want to say is like, you know, in terms of these photos or whatever, like, I mean, everybody's opinion could be different, obviously, but I feel like most people hold on to the photo because it's like a memory. It's like tangible memories. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, you got to think about it. Like, for your from your partner's standpoint, once again, like, they got pictures of the ex on there. You're going to be skeptical no matter how much you trust them. That could even cause some like drama form of distrust possibly in the future um or insecurities and let's be real like the re- i don't know i just want to say because i don't want to sound like cold-hearted like with the whole like second place shit like mm-hmm. i should have said participation trophies <laughs> but um yeah like the thing is it's just you always got the memory like you know what i'm saying like in your head yeah and that's more dangerous than the memory like the photo because the photo all that's gonna do is spark some shit for you yeah you know what i'm saying but like the memories you keep in your head of somebody like damn like mm-hmm. i remember ah, you know what i'm saying that's what's gonna make you act on some shit mm-hmm. not a damn picture mm-hmm. so it's like the most you the least you could do is get rid of the damn photo yeah you know what i'm saying that's just kind of that's oc to me but that's just my opinion but muhammad you know what i'm saying <laughs> do your thing player yeah. <laughs> well yeah this has been a great chapter so far i think we're about done now so yeah, thank you for. I mean, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, all right, no, I mean, you want to be the final note? I mean, no, see, don't steal my tagline. <laughs> don't steal my tagline. That, 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 we, 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 I don't even end it yet. I got to ask y'all. First question: Are y'all? Are you? Are you? Are you guys gonna promote us? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. You're going to post us on your story? You know what I'm saying? Hell no. Out? Oh, all right. <laughs> like, no, your I got mic should have been cut. Bro, I've been trying to... Hold up. Time out. For all my deep-end listeners, first of all, I listen to every damn podcast. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You I've do. been asking this man, like, yo, son, for weeks. let me yeah. get on this joint. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I be sending the feedback. Yeah. Dogging me. Yeah. Yeah, bro, I'm going to promote your <laughs> yeah. shit. I've been promoting it before I was on this joint. <laughs> well, I'm glad everybody was able to tune in today. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for guys for listening. I'm Kojo. Everybody's supposed to say their name now. Oh, I'm know. Alan. AB. I'm Claire. I'm Jules. And we are Audi like four rings. Goodbye.